Thanks for listening to another episode of SNTR Presents. If you want to support this podcast directly, you can go to anchor.fm slash SNTR Presents to support it with a paid membership. You can do the same thing on my main channel at SNTRlive.com where all the videos get posted. As always, enjoy the episode. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. If you're looking for the main topic, the Horizon 2 release date news, I'll have timestamps in the description if you didn't catch my live stream. These videos are about four hours long. We go live Monday through Friday, so if you use those timestamps and you like the conversations, all the other gaming news topics, remember to click subscribe and the bell button so you're here throughout the week for the debates, the polls, and the live discussion. So we are going to be going through the news about the release date for Horizon Forbidden West, some interviews about where the game is right now, how it's nearly done, and what that means for the likelihood of that planned holiday 2021 release date. So make sure you watch that section if you want to see all the various quotes and all the different things going on. Other news as well, I'll give you a quick flyover on that in just a moment. I like to give you guys a recap, so if you weren't here the last day that we streamed, you can kind of have a glimpse at what we did the last time. So on Friday, we covered Sony didn't lie, learn to read. I'm still uh, seeing really, really poor reads on the quotations from Sony. Saw and read at least two or three other articles by, I guess we'll call them bloggers because they're not really journalists. They're, they're doing a very poor job, I think, of reading the original quotations from Sony about we believe in generations. Uh, a lot of people are saying, you know, why are you defending corporations? I, I'm not defending corporations. I would rather us get either critical or angry about things that have actually taken place. And we're basically misreading uh, quotes from interviews back in May of 2020 and totally misrepresenting them. Uh, Sony, on many occasions, did compare themselves to Xbox with the pure cross-generational support and said that they would be approaching it in a different way and also really focusing on features and benefits of the PS5. And I believe they are being a little bit more nuanced. There are PS5-exclusive games. That is something Microsoft is not doing. Returnal has already launched, and Ratchet Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is literally this week and those are only available on the ps5 along with a lot of features and benefits so i i I was frustrated with the complete and utter misread of statements i obviously maybe i'm a little bit more sensitive about people misrepresenting what folks have said uh it's a little bit maybe more personal for me but uh, i found the whole thing to be a little embarrassing and just another indictment of whatever we're going to call gaming journalism because it doesn't really exist uh just basically Mostly bloggers uh, either regurgitating news of other news sites or, in this case, making up a controversy out of virtually thin air. Uh, some of them should get into YouTubing. Oh, some of them have, actually. Anyway, Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts 2 gameplay actually surprised me. Uh, that stream, uh, funny enough, outperformed the morning stream, which is kind of interesting. That we Maybe we picked a topic that not a lot of people were looking for, but the Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts 2 gameplay stream did very well, and I, I did, that game was not one that I was expecting to enjoy and go the distance with, so we went a full four hours with that, so that was a really, really good time. And then Friday night we played Operation Tango. Uh, six hours is probably the longest I've ever streamed on a Friday night. I usually don't do six-hour streams anymore. Most streams are about four 
and that was not on purpose. We got really caught up in it. We obviously were drinking, and we'll never go back to that game. It really didn't work for the fun Friday night atmosphere. Uh, it's not. It's not really what we're looking for. It was worse in some respects than Portal 2. Now, you might be able to enjoy the game, but we're looking for something pretty fun and laid back, and that thing was very confusing, very, very challenging. So instead of being lighthearted and a lot of laughs and, you know, a lot of funny moments, it was just a lot of confusion and, you know, puzzles that didn't really uh, didn't really go our way. And then, obviously, last night, there's my short video. I'm bringing something back. We are bringing something back today in the live stream and you're going to want to be here for it now we're going to do it in the second half of the stream we've been trying to find a way to make the second half of the stream a little bit more inviting and wanting people to either stay or just maybe that's when you decide to show up if you don't like the morning topic we're going to try and do uh, a new method of alerting people when we're in the second half of the stream and when we're going into that sort of segment so we're bringing something back today and and again it's going to be really easy for you to engage with it it is going to be something reserved for paying members that is something we're trying to think of creative ways to give more to the paying members we'd like those membership counts to increase because when you're covering gaming news you don't have really any control over the feast or the famine and the paying members are really helping the channel just stay stable we uh we're coming up on about a year uh, year anniversary of me basically losing a five-year business that I built on the purple platform and as we rebuild over here uh, that is one of the elements we are trying to think creatively about is providing the daily talk show the daily content for free but then adding additional things to really make people feel that it's worth clicking that join button so what else are we going to be covering today there actually is some pretty cool news about Witcher 4, the, the apparent release date window. We now have a really good guesstimation. We're going to be going through an article based on an, I think it was an investor call that CD Projekt Red was on. Now, bear in mind, CD Projekt Red is not trying to announce Witcher 4, but this is actually, I thought, I thought it was a very well-written uh, article about where the release window likely will land for that next game, given how they really turned Witcher 3 around. It did launch a little buggy and glitchy, and they put a lot of work and a lot of love into that title. Not quite as bad as uh, Cyberpunk ended up. There's still more and more things coming out about Cyberpunk and videos. You may have seen some of the video leaks, the Cyberpunk 2077, like, bug montage leak. Uh, there There was a... Uh, somebody who's kind of got the inside scoop on a lot of game company drama and even he said in January I think it was of this year he had spoken to many people you know 20 or so at CD Projekt Red and they had indicated that they knew the game was not ready to ship when it did which is unfortunate developers don't get to decide that and then they get all the flack for the problems so also Battlefield 6 we have a rumored leak uh, it's, it's a leak that is now creating the rumor about the next title, what the next game will be about, seemingly sort of a near future or future game will be coming over that. And then Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, there is news about that game that I think is going to have people very excited on the heels of all of the irritation 
that folks have uh, sort of expressed about the God of War Ragnarok situation. You know, not just being delayed, but people actually being angry that it's going to be on the PS4, which that didn't surprise me because I, I, I don't know. I thought logically about it. It was a big first party title. Now, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart has been around longer as a first party Sony title, and it is a PS5 only game and they have a day one patch and they have some information about performance mode and 60 fps that you are going to want to hear even if you don't have a playstation 5 i find this stuff to be pretty important for the conversation about games and game quality now we mentioned membership just a moment ago that is one way you can support rageous roast coffee uh, is also another way. You can go to ragelessroast.com. Tell your friends about ragelessroast.com. That's the easiest way to get them if they want to order, if you're trying to get them to an ordering place. Some people have shared the coffee with their friends and they've remarked on how good it is. It is so drinkable. I, I, I don't think you're going to regret recommending it to your friends. That's a great way to get them there. If you're in the live audience, as you can see there, one of the commands you can use is the coffee commands now as a member our discord server does afford you a lot of extra rooms and things to do but you can hang out in there even if you're not a paying member so use the discord command if you'd like to do that you can use the tip command to tip me directly through the network if you don't want to do it through super chat if you do use twitter twitter command will let you follow me there give a little bit of love to those tweets and then the merch command We'll take you to all of the merch. We have updated some of it. Last last month, everybody was awesome using that shirt command. I'm always wearing a shirt from 80s Tees. Today is a Megatron Scarface. If you want to get this one or any other Transformers shirts, really any shirt on 80s Tees, you can use that command. Just remember to use code LONO to save 30% off on all of your purchases over there at 80s Tees. We are reaching out to some other sponsors, hoping to have some new ones for you guys uh, if you know you're wanting to get some of the things that we use and interact with on the show but for now always remember you can use that shirt commands now the poll command the poll's not live right now but I will be getting it ready earlier in the show than normal so the earlier you're here the better if you want to weigh in on everything that's been going on with game delays and the PS5 debate and is cyberpunk going to get removed from the Microsoft Xbox store should it Those have been really, really good debates and really good back and forth. We're going to start to put the poll live earlier. I may even start putting it live so when this little recording, I recorded this this morning. I'm actually upstairs getting my coffee right now. Um, If if you're here early in the morning, that's going to be right when that poll goes live. So today, you're going to have to wait for me to get back down here and get that set up. It'll be about today's topic. It'll give you an opportunity to weigh in, voice your opinion. That allows you to be a part of the show. Uh, in a really unique way. And the second half of the show will also allow paying members to be a part of the show in a really unique way. So make sure and stick around for that. As always, if you're in the chat right now, get the chat humming, say good morning to each other, take a sip of your Razorless Roast, and make sure and smash the like button, get those likes up and uh, up and running, and I'll see you guys in just a moment. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome in to Monday morning. I know, I know. It's Monday, and you you wished it didn't come, but it did. It's here, and I'm going to get you through your Monday. We got a lot of things to cover. We got new things returning to the channel. We've got... Uh, you know, actually some good gaming news. You know, Mondays are always a little bit of a, of a, 
an unknown, you know? I'm like, is there any gonna is there gonna be anything worth talking about by the time Monday rolls around? And I, I think we've got some good ones. I really, really do. We got a hundred likes already this morning. You guys are awesome. Big, big turnout for Monday morning. We're trying to come up with a new format for uh, the, the the day, right? We're, we're, we're trying to come up with a better format for the day. And one of the things we're wanting to do is give the second half of the show, like, some life. We usually spend the first two hours debating. It's hot. It's spicy. And then the second half of the show, we just kind of, boo, like nothing's really happening. And... Given how much gaming news we can cover in a given day, four hours is a really, really long time. We are thinking through ways to do that. Uh, Don't forget, also, this afternoon, I've got a pretty cool game for you. It launched over the weekend called Mighty Goose. Uh, You're going to want to be here for that. We are wanting to continue to go over to gaming for stuff. We will probably continue to do my streams on Friday night with Hilly there. Uh, this last Friday, I, I really thought we'd have like a big, huge turnout because we did it on the main channel and it was virtually the same turnout. So I was like, all right, we'll, we'll keep that over there on gaming. We were hoping, we were hoping to use that as like a signpost for like, Hey, check out gaming. We're wanting to do indie titles over there. And this is an indie title, but we got a code for mighty goose. And so we wanted to do it on the main channel. What's good feed. I see you in the chat. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we got a big week ahead of us with E3 on the horizon, so we wanted to kind of bring something back uh, that we haven't done in a while for the second half of the show, given that the first half of the show is more live discussion, more poll-oriented. Uh, what's good, UK Stobbs? How are you? What's good, Atwood? Fam's good. Thanks for asking. You always get baited by Pasolono, says Robert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I record that... As soon as I get down here, I record that because it gives me time to go upstairs and I know it makes the show start a little bit late, but it also is just allows you guys to get oriented to everything that has been going on. Like if you missed a day or two or anything like that, it allows you to kind of come in and be like, oh, here's what he recently covered. Here's some kind of summaries of the discussions. And then here's today. Horizon Forbidden West. Horizon 2 nearly done. So we're going to be reading through the news about that. And then hopefully you're here this afternoon for the uh, the other discussions, the other gaming news, uh, as well as a gameplay session with Mighty Goose. I'm not sure how that one's going to go. The, it, we haven't really done any of the smaller... Uh, indie titles here that has not been something that we have done uh, and we will be we will be doing that on this channel so thank you guys so much for being here make sure and smash the like button if you haven't already um, really really good turnout already from people getting notifications we think we figured out the notifications thing so we're trying to minimize how often we hit your notifications even though we are trying to do more with the channel. We are trying to create more content. So we do the morning show that's a talk show, and then we do the gameplay in the afternoon. And then um, and then we then we do uh, gameplay in the... I'm sorry. Then we do a short video in the uh, in the evening. Um, uh, I've been on both for it myself. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Creature. Uh, I'm sorry. It's fine. I am so, so sorry. I, I was... Dude, I was so tired last night. It was a long weekend. I still haven't figured out the evening workflow. I, I, I want to get to a point even where I shut the laptop and watch TV, and I just I haven't gotten there. Um, I just feel like I'm 
I don't know. I am happy with where things are with the channel, but I I, I can't figure out the evening workflow. I'm just I'm I'm getting I'm getting stretched by it. It's so difficult. I usually would cheat on Saturday afternoon and Sunday afternoon and I'd kind of get ahead. And I was like, no, I'm not doing it. I stopped working on Saturday and Sunday afternoons. I just take the weekend to hang out with my fam. So um, if you're new here this morning, we will be talking about Horizon 2 release date news. Uh, That is happening. We've got news about the release date directly from the developers. uh, Some interviews that they have done. Uh, And we we will be having that for you. We will also be doing a poll this morning. Um, let's see, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, Horizon, uh, to release date. Let's see. We, we gotta, we gotta get a good one this morning. We gotta get, I know a lot of you folks that don't have PS5s are kind of like, eh, I don't care. Like you don't, you don't necessarily care about these subjects, but I do think that the, the, the discussion about games and crunch and everything else are important. Uh, what's good, Victor, Ganks, and Murph, and uh, Tiger Tears, everybody in the Discord? How are you guys? Yeah, Ratchet is this week. Ratchet is this week. Very excited about that. Uh, having a big game to play on this channel. I'm interested in how that goes. Because Biomutant was really good to us, but we got early access, and I don't know if they're going to be doing anything like that with Ratchet and Clank. Sony first-party titles are a little different with respect to, like, codes and getting people in early. Uh, comparatively, comparatively to you know, like the the, the bio mutants and the other titles out there. Yeah, I saw that. That's part of my that's part of my uh, segment this morning on it, Eugene. I was really surprised at some of the stuff that I was seeing about the Ratchet and Clank quality. Um, so, I need context behind your shirt. It's Megatron, and it's just a parody of Scarface, the the, the original cover artwork of Scarface, the, the movie, uh, with Al Pacino. It's a really old classic. It's kind of a cult classic at this point. Um, all right, Horizon 2 release date. Do you think this game is releasing in 2021? That's, I just want to know if people think it's actually releasing in 2021. That's what I want to know. Let me get this Let me get this going for you. Let me get this going for you. Live, and then we'll do poll. Yes. No. Let's try this. Let's try live discussion instead of just live. Yes and no. Bam. All right. The earlier you're here, the better. The more likely you're going to be included in these polls. We're going to start doing the polls earlier in the day. We're trying to divide. We're trying to divide the day in two. It's sort of a two-hour thing in the morning. We've noticed after about two hours, we have sort of run the gamut of the subject uh, of typically, you know, whatever we're going to talk about. We've kind of hit the the proverbial wall, right? There's only so much you can say about a given subject, and so today the. Um, you know, the Horizon 2 release date is what's on everybody's mind. That obviously has been a... Uh, it's, been in, it's been in doubt. I think for a lot of people, it's, it's been in doubt because they're like, you know, is, is, the game, is, is the game landing in 2021 given the announcement of God of War Ragnarok's delay and, and virtually every other game that was meant to land late 2021 
has been kicked into the next year. Not only that, not only that, everybody knows that this has been a bad year for game launches with respect to them being on time. And when you see that holiday 2021 release, automatically I think a lot of people start thinking this this could spell trouble. Uh, this could spell trouble. And more and more, I continue to predict that I thought it was still going to be releasing this year. Uh, I thought that Sony... Um, it, I thought that both Sony and Gorilla had a very strong motivation to launch end of this year, given that it'll be a very vacant holiday season, and they can sort of be the king of the castle. You know what I'm saying? Like, you think about the game King of the Hill, you play as kids. Like, Horizon Forbidden West can be king of the hill by default. There will be almost nothing else launching end of the year. Um, poll on the field, bank those votes, and you'll spawn a prime Lono. That's right. Weigh in on the poll. I'm actually interested in what everyone thinks here. Horizon 2 release date. Do you think this game is releasing in 2021? It, you know, is it going to happen? We are, we are, we are wanting to to hear from you. That is part of the show. That's part of the morning show. If you're new, we like to include you guys in that uh, in that discussion. Um, I'll be reading through some of your comments shortly. It's a way for you to be involved in the show uh, in a, in, a, in a way where I'm 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 reading now. The the thing we're gonna do later in the show that we're bringing back will be also a way for you to be involved with the show. Uh, in a unique way. But it will be something that is reserved for paying members. Uh, and we're doing that. We're doing that as something that we're... We're being very, very careful, right? We're being very careful about that. I don't want to start to do a bunch of stuff that's that's member only. But at the same time, um, it just... It feels weird to be asking people to click a join button and become a member... If there's not an uh, attached sort of reason or value point. So we're wanting to see those member numbers go up. And uh, we think we've got some good ideas on how to both say thank you and appreciate the people that do it. While also not making it seem like you have to become a member here. We're still going to continue to provide as much free content and interaction and free stuff as we possibly can. Um... Because that's just, that's always been my my format. That's always been kind of my motto. Um, it was a little bit easier. It was a little bit easier on the other platform to not have to be like, oh, we're going to do this and this and this only for subs because the 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 ethos over there was different. Your sub count would just kind of go on its own and just do its own thing, right? And I just never believed in manipulating it with giveaways and stuff. Um... Because I just think it, it drives a number that ends up falling flat on its face. I would rather have a membership or something you're paying for be attached to extra value and things on top of what we're already doing every single day. And w- hopefully we can get the SNTR network packages up. Um, I, don't, I don't know if we even are close to an ETA on that. That became, that became an absolute monster. Um, it, it, you'd think it would be more simplistic, but at the moment... Uh, the integration with Discord just became an absolute monster. There's nothing in existence that's trying that, that does what we're trying to do, and so we're we're forging new ground in some respects, and that requires a lot of work. Um, <laughs> that requires a lot of work. I like the way you guys approach memberships; much more considerate than other channels. Well, I appreciate that. Um, did you enjoy Operation Tango? 
I did not. What's good, Train? Yeah, you don't be late. Glad to have you here. <laughs> we we did not enjoy Operation Tango. Unfortunately, we didn't have a backup plan, and I guess we should have. We got about 30 minutes in, and I was like, this isn't going to work. So after we beat the first mission, we just kind of sat and talked and, and, and made jokes just to kind of like bring the lighthearted Friday night thing. Um, it w- It's a game designed for thinkers and puzzle solvers and like if you like to do sudoku and crossword puzzles and you want it to be as hard as possible i mean i i can see people like that enjoying the game but like if you're just trying to kick back and have some beers with your buddy you're just gonna get confused and annoyed like they're the information they give you just seems so breadcrumb you're like i don't know what the frick we're supposed to do um a big fesh Speaking of memberships, there's the first member of the day. Thank you so much, Big Fesh, for clicking the join button. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. Be sure uh, to use the Discord if you are a paying member. You get increased access in there. The game was pretty bad. <clears throat> yeah, Hilly Hilly probably didn't really he didn't like it at all. Like, near the end, he literally just brute forced it. It, like, gave us information. We used the information. We use that information to get a locker. He opened the locker, and then we just kind of sat there. We're like, okay, what now? And it was a gun. So I was like, okay, let me go look and see what you know what it is for, like, possession of a firearm or whatever. Is this the week you're having the chat with YouTube? They had to reschedule because the project... It was about shorts. You know, the little short videos I do in the evening? I think they're trying to get feedback from YouTubers about those short videos and and I'm one of the few people that has been regularly doing it to some success like my short videos do do decent they do pretty well and I think they were just wanting feedback and information on how I use it how it works blah 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 it was basically going to be a nice foot in the door uh, I had a similar relationship with the other platform. I was constantly on calls about, you know, what they were doing and how they could improve it. Um, so, uh, we can get our foot in the door here at YouTube with that. That'd be really, really great because they could make some very minor changes to the live streaming environment that would just be absolutely dynamite um, and it would help immensely. Uh, so... Now, if you guys haven't taken the poll yet, the main discussion today is Horizon 2 release date. There were interviews with the developers that is looking like the holiday launch date is more promising and a lot more likely. So I want to know what you think. Do you think Horizon Forbidden West is launching this year in 2021? Take that poll, go over there, leave a comment. We want to know yes or no. What do you think? Uh, if you landed in this video off of a, of a suggestion, we appreciate you coming in and joining us for the morning. It's a Monday through Friday live stream. Now, we do gameplay in the afternoons. Um, we do gameplay in the afternoons for those interested. We'll be playing through a game today. We got a code for it called Mighty Goose. I was looking at it. I was actually wanting to play it with my wife, and it turned out that the co-op was extremely lame but it looks like a good single-player game. So I'll make sure and give that disclaimer to anybody who sees like, oh, it does two-player co-op. And yeah, no, not really, no. My daughter was checking it out, and I was trying to help her. 
I was trying to help her, and I was like, "Oh, I, you know, I can do, I can, I can play with you. You know, let me, let me hop on there." And um, it, uh, you're not actually, you're not actually playing with them. You're just not. You're, you're doing like a companion little duck that like craps out an egg at the enemy every once in a while. I was like, the computer can do this for you as effectively as I can, right? This is on Spotify as well. It's nice to have a podcast up while I learn how to use UE5. Yes. All you got to do is this is the name of the podcast right above me. SNTR Presents is the name of the podcast. Um, I basically take these entire morning sessions and put them over there, right? I put I put them over there as a way for you to be able to have the, the, the episodes. Now, we got to look into live streaming on Spotify um, because... That might actually be like a really good untapped market. Um, not a lot of gaming podcasts probably are over there. Not a lot of people do what we do. Could you know you could simultaneously repurpose what I'm doing right now and have it channeled you know and funneled somewhere else. Um, that is a that is a likelihood. That's a likely you know funnel we need to look into. We're just we just been very very busy, kind of battening down the hatches with the coffee and re-upping the coffee, and then all of the news coming out about all the different video games. Um, you know, but it, my prediction about Horizon Forbidden West was that they're they're going to go in full crunch mode to get this thing shipped for holiday, um, even if it lands you know, the second week of December. I don't know what the best time is, you know, to have a game launch, but I know holiday is usually a pretty good time. You have a pretty captive audience. Kids are home from school. People are buying presents and gifts for each other. Uh, it's a really, really good time for, for things to, to be to be paid for, to be purchased. Uh, and so, I, I, I don't know what the best time is in December, but I, I can see this being about as, about as crunched as needed uh to to getting this thing out so you hate having to re up re up what what are you needing to re up um good morning mike good morning mike faz how are you uh good morning overkill welcome it's gizmo duck no no mighty goose is not no he's a, first of all he's a goose he's not a duck and we'll be checking that out later um Hopefully, that's something we can do here regularly. I can't... If I get codes for games, I really need to be playing them here on the main channel because most companies that are providing me with a code are doing it based off of uh, this one. So... Nosy? What do you mean, Nosy? You said it in my chat. You said, I hate having to re-up. Wait, what, what... Huh? Yeah, this is a titled Goose game. That's right. Not the untitled Goose game. Uh, doing as well as one could do on a Monday morning. Well, we're going to get you through the Monday morning. We got a lot that we're going to be doing today. We got a feature coming back in the second half of the show. We'll be doing something that we haven't done in a while. We're bringing it back. You do need to be a paying member to take advantage of it. This morning, as we're discussing the Horizon 2 release date, you can take the poll on whether or not you actually think it's going to launch in 2021. Uh, that is going to be the sort of the, the debate of the morning. Let's actually take a look at what some people are saying on the poll. Maybe get you guys over there. Lathos Stormcrows is absolutely going to release in 2021. Um, it's going to dominate the holiday season. Uh, the Horizon 2 release date 
is is super focused on this year. They're 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 very very focused on this year, and that's one of the reasons they they really really want to make sure um, that it happens. It's so vacant. Uh, we are discussing. Hang on, let's pin this at the top. The Horizon Two uh, release date in a live stream there we go there we go and let's we can pin that comment at the top I should be able to pin that there we go YouTube likes pinned comments I don't know why but the, but it does uh, even though I don't play on PlayStation says Jaeger it's a no brainer they release it this year having announced Ragnarok being delayed it seems imperative that Sony develops tunnel vision on releasing it holiday 21 um Horizon 2 uh, release is going to be heavily uh, related to that. Uh, is heavily related to God of War um, Ragnarok because they at this moment now have only got Returnal and Ratchet and Clank. Right? Now, you got to consider something. You got to consider something. Returnal and Ratchet and Clank are only dropping on PlayStation 5. And you talk about a very, very large audience that you want to make some money from, they better hurry up, right? They're gonna, people are gonna get restless. They're gonna be like, man, come on, where, where is the love? Where are these big, uh, where are these big, you know, releases? Are they ever gonna come out, you know? Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's not a, it's not even a question of, you know, Will they sell a ton of copies? I mean, the first the first Horizon game did very very well, and the fact that this will be a cross generational release, landing landing in the holiday season is 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 almost a must for them. I can't I can't see them sitting on the sidelines and not pushing super hard for it. Uh, now, obviously, this brings up questions and discussions about crunch. Uh, you know, is is that is that what's going to have to happen? You know what I mean? Did Horizon Zero Dawn release with many bugs when it first came out? No, it did not. It was a very, very solid game. I played that game when it launched. I played it to completion. I actually rushed the ending. I skipped all the side missions and stopped trying to clear the map. And I rushed the ending because it launched, I think it was like the week before The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And I wanted to jump into... The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, uh, like, moment one. I wanted to be in there moment one. And for me, for me, that was a mistake, I think. I I actually had a lot of viewers who were kind of irritated. They were like, man, why'd you do that? Like, you shouldn't have done that. You should have, you should have really stuck it out with Horizon Zero Dawn and played it to completion. That was always a frustration anyway. Um, it still is a bit of a frustration. We start games that are really, really good, and I get about a, I get like four hours in, maybe six or seven hours in, and it just I, it dawns on me. like it doesn't dawn on me, I guess. The, the realization that I won't be able to play the game to completion settles in. Now, now, with games like Ratchet and Clank, and Horizon Forbidden West. I'm actually curious what what the what the live viewing audience will do on YouTube, right? How far can we get out from the release date and still have people wanting to watch and wanting to see? 
the biggest challenge we have advantages that other people don't so let's say horizon 2 release date lands i have advantages that other youtubers don't which is i can jump in right away day one and be streaming it most youtubers don't do that they're not interested in it their their audience isn't interested in it their audience is interested in you know a let's play that's chopped up and edited and it's funny and they do like parts one through ten or whatever right and so with with games like horizon forbidden west and ratchet and clank my question is when i get you know a week and a half away from its launch are we going to be trying to play it and just wasting our time is the question and i know we said oh hey maybe we can use sntr gaming so we'll kick a game like horizon forbidden west over there and we'll finish it over there well the problem with that is i got a lot of work to do man i got a lot of work to do so the last thing i want to do is be just for the for the sheer selfishness of the of the uh, of the act well i want to finish Days Gone is a perfect example as as uh, Idiot Genius Gamer brings it up. Now then, what's good, Kane? What's coming back? You'll find out in the second half of the show. I'm being I'm being that guy. I'm being that guy. Um, and because it's like I'm just so busy. I got these calls with Creature. We got to figure out the coffee. I got to figure out if I can start doing stuff in the afternoon to eat, to free up some of my evening because I'm you know I'm working you know way way too much. Um. What if you stop putting part numbers in the title? Less people are going to click on part 12 if they haven't seen the rest. Um, that's part of the problem, human type person. I mean, we could try that and see if that helps. Like, you could certainly see when we were playing Horizon Zero Dawn, I was just putting PC gameplay on the thumbnail and we were having huge, you know, pretty big days. Now, obviously, that was in close proximity to all of the excitement about Horizon Forbidden West. So it's a little unique. But then when we played God of War the other day, we had a similar experience. I just put God of War uh, PS5 gameplay. And it did okay. It did okay. We we almost got to three hours. Um, we almost got to three hours. And it did it did okay. The support the support was was acceptable, I would say. For a channel this size though, you know, we, we wanna see we wanna make sure that we're not spinning our wheels. And it's very easy to spin your wheels, right? It's very easy to spin your wheels in video game content creation, right? You can you can dedicate a bunch of time to a game like, hey, let's play God of War all the way through. And then you get to, like, as we said, you get to part 10 and people are like, yeah, we don't really care anymore, Lono. There's new games coming out. There's new this, there's new that, there's this and this and that. And that's one of the ideas we have for the... That's one of the ideas we have for... Um, um, the gaming channel is just one hour indies like a brand new indie title launches we go over there for one hour and that's all we do right that's all we do we just th- there if you want to see that indie you got a nice hour long play session and then we put it down right and and then here we would obviously play the bigger titles um, maybe we play the indies here and then we and then we do something else like we do like a highlight reel or I record the first hour and re-upload it over there I I don't know but but that's a dilemma we're gonna have to just kind of play trial and error with you know what I'm saying yo Ink Sanity thank you for renewing your membership we greatly appreciate it Ratchet's only a 33 gig download so it'll be a click playthrough yeah maybe maybe who knows I mean
Ugh. All right, we're through it. We got through the milkshake. Woo. I want to have a specific segment for a specific game. <clears throat> what do you mean, Kane? What are you What are you talking about? You being Are you being silly, or you mean that there? You think there's an actual game that you'd like to see me do a specific segment with? Good morning, Zubair. Appreciate that. Appreciate you being here. Why did you play God of War and Horizon? Made me re-download them and play them again. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that those play sessions were, uh, you know, a catalyst for you jumping back in. Guys, thanks for smashing the like button. We've got 200 likes. There's over 400 people here. If you're new, we talk about a lot of different things on this channel. It's a gaming talk show, and we hover around different subjects, one of them being Horizon 2's release date. We know that that's in question. I've got news for you that's probably going to be encouraging if you're hoping that game launches this year. We're also going to be covering the potential Witcher 4 release window that we now can make a speculation about because of an investor call with CD Projekt Red, Battlefield 6 leaks about the title, and then Ratchet and Clank Day 1 patch and 60 FPS information that you're going to want to be here for. Front half of the show is usually about two hours where we just sit here talking about anything and everything, mainly talking about Horizon 2's release date, which, if you want to take our poll, you can take our poll. I was reading through some of the comments already. Do you think it's actually going to launch or not? Use the poll command to weigh in. Puffy C says it will release this year. I'm guessing sometime in November because Dying Light is coming out in December. Uh, not a bad guess. Not a bad guess for Horizon 2 release date. I think, uh, I think though that Dying Light, I think Dying Light's getting delayed. Uh, is getting delayed out of 2021. I don't want to be that guy. I don't. People keep doing that with Horizon. They're like, oh, there's no way Horizon Forbidden West launches in 2021. Right? I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you. I think Horizon Forbidden West is a lot more likely to land in 2021 than Dying Light 2. I, I think Dying Light 2 is going to end up in March. Right? I saw your playlist for Layers of Fear. Uh, have you? Are you going to play the second one? I played the second one. I didn't complete it. I didn't put that play. I didn't put that let's play over here. I stopped doing that a while ago. That was when I streamed on the other platform. One hour indie would be great for two reasons: save people money, people will find fun new games to play. Yeah, we just have to figure out how to get you know how to get into that rhythm where we're going over there every day again, or at least a couple of times a week right now like last night I got everything set up for today and I was just like I don't even know if I want to go over there we, I have some game requests I gotta do um, there's a there's a weird one from Gilly and then there's AC Valhalla from Sven um, I don't even know what I'm gonna get done in AC Valhalla in two hours but um, we could probably afford to do that here since there was just recently leaked information about the DLC I wonder if the, the search volume on AC Valhalla probably took a bit of an uptick because there's leaks about the November DLC. Um, I heard they make the devs work in very dim lights while building Dying Light. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I wish they'd release a 60 FPS patch for Horizon Zero Dawn on PS5. It runs like butt on my RTX 2060. Okay, this is what I did to get smooth performance from Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, this is what I did to get Horizon Zero Dawn to run smoothly on my 2080 Ti. Because even my 2080, it was kind of eh. Alright? I capped everything at 60. If you're trying to go up into the 90s, 100s, 120s, whatever, no. I set the refresh rate on the monitor to 60. 
I set the game to 60, V-Sync, I think, because Capture for me works better with V-Sync for, for the stream. And it ran smooth. Now, I heard later in the game it gets bad. I heard some of the bigger areas and some of the later stages. We'll never know. I'll never be able to play that game that long, unfortunately. AC Valhalla's in two hours. Fetch quest, fetch quest, fetch quest. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I, I wanted, I wanted to play it. I wanted to play it. Did you guys know? Did, did you guys know that um, AC Valhalla was supposed to be? I guess you find out later in the game that the lead character in that game was supposed to be a woman, and they give you the option of picking between a man and a woman. But they did all the promotional materials with a dude. But then when you actually play the game, you're you're meant to play AC Valhalla as the female lead. That's how it's supposed to be. And then what I think Assassin's Creed Odyssey was the same way. Like you were meant to play play through as the woman. And it's like, why don't you just make them the lead and just like let people you know shed tears on Reddit. You know, I read that in an article. It was a good article about Far Cry 6 and how they thought that Far Cry 6 should be just like, no, you're playing as Danny Rojas. She's the lead. Essentially, that's what the article was 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 arguing was that they wanted to see, you know, um, just a company just. Oh man, Spotify's being garbage again we'll just let it go um yes Lona because even in game you have lines spoken to you by NPCs as if you were the girl wait so they didn't even they they didn't even do they didn't even do like uh they didn't try and hide it that doesn't make any sense everybody's putting joysticks in my discord just cartoon joysticks by the way so disappointing um, multiple men hit on you in the story. I didn't like it. Well, I mean, I I don't expect people. I mean, I, it, it, if if that was meant to be you playing as a woman, there are times in Horizon Zero Dawn where it's clear somebody's digging you. Like Aaron, you know, kind of lightly flirts with Aloy in the beginning. Cassandra was meant to be the lead character in Odyssey. I found myself agreeing with the article. I'm like, what is this crap? Just make the lead character a, a, a woman. I don't... Who cares? If she's awesome, I don't care. Aloy, you know, and then you got... And then you got Tomb Raider. There's... there's, And then and then the the, the Last of Us 2, where the, whatever you think about the... The... Um, whatever you think about the story decisions... Men hit on you in all the new ACs, no matter your gender, which matches those times anyway. Well, I know in some of those places it would be a lot more contextually honest to have dudes hitting on dudes. Sure, sure, sure. But this goes deeper than that, Distorted. There's actually, like, proof in the narrative and in the dialogue that, like, you're supposed to be playing as the woman, right? The male version is better in Valhalla, but opposite in Odyssey. Yeah, I heard Odyssey, you definitely wanted to play as the woman. But in, in Valhalla, I, that surprised me. I was like, really? The, the, all, of the, all, of the, all of the marketing materials was that dude with the blonde hair and the beard and the two axes. It was all him, right? It was all him. And then come to find out, he wasn't supposed to be the lead. 
It wasn't it wasn't meant to be him. I I didn't understand that. Man, I am so tired of this of Spotify doing this. I don't get why it struggles. Let's just reboot it. Every time I reboot my computer, the first time I open up Spotify, there's always this weird, yeah, and then it says Spotify is currently running. Like I try to open a new one, I close it down, and then I try to open a new one and it just won't let me. And then you have to find like I've got to find the suspended version and I got to close it in task manager and then it should let me open another one. Nope. I got to find it in task manager. Last couple times we've just had to go to uh we've had to go to the browser um to get it to open again. It only happens it only happens after a reboot. It's like Spotify starts at startup and then because it starts at startup it, like it 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 pulls some kind of a glitch or an error or something um yeah it's not letting me end any of the tasks in task manager to shut it down um it's not about gender it's about the character oh there we go let's get Spotify back up and running and then there we go. Stupid. Um, the only reason I played Valhalla as a guy is because I watched the Amazon Viking show and had the lead actor in my head as the role. Sure, yeah, he they, they they made him look like that. I think on purpose, of course. I heard somewhere that the entire trilogy of AC games, from Origins all the way to Valhalla, were supposed to be canon female leads, but the heads at UB said no. Well, I mean, that's unfortunate because I thought Bayek was dope. I thought, I thought, I thought in uh, Origins, I thought Bayek was a great lead. I loved him. But then I heard Odyssey was better if you played as Cassandra. I've never understood what, like, the only reason that they're doing that. Obviously, I mean, there, there, there's a variety of reasons, but like. That we should do an opinion piece this week on that. We should. I liked that article. That could be a good opinion piece. We need more female leads. Like, get the frick over it. Like, Far Cry 6 is the perfect catalyst for the conversation. Danny Rojas looks awesome. She looks dope, but they're gonna let you pick a dude. And it's like, I don't understand. Can you imagine playing Tomb Raider as a dude? Can you imagine playing Horizon Zero Dawn as a dude? And just being like... No, yeah, yeah. The, the, the lead character, you can pick a dude. Why? When you think Viking, you aren't thinking female lead in most cases, let's be honest here. Wouldn't that have been a cool way to do it? They could have borrowed a little bit from Mulan, you know what I'm saying? A little bit of this, like, this is a man's world kind of a thing, and she has to be kind of an assassin in secret because she's a woman, and that time period was all about the the grit and the beards and the bleh, and she could have been this cool like viking assassin in the shadows that would have been a great story i don't know what the story is in valhalla i'm just i'm just saying like they could have you, you see what i'm saying it doesn't have to be well because it was a time of barbarians and and you know dudes smashing other dudes in the head with axes and you know guzzling down mead doesn't mean you couldn't have a female lead you know what i'm saying if they did it well, then yes, but most of the time they never do it well. What do you mean? What do you mean they didn't do it well? I've, I've had so many people tell me that Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Cassandra is the preferred player. You should just play as her. It's better as her. Right? 
And in, and in Valhalla. Valhalla's built from the ground up for her to be the lead. If Tomb Raider came out now 100%, they would give you the option? No, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. A Tomb Raider launch... Oh, you mean like a brand new... Oh, if Tomb Raider was a brand new IP, you think they would do that? Mm, I don't think so. Valkyries were just as revered as Vikings back then. Women wouldn't have had to hide it in Viking culture. See, I'm not educated enough. If, if what sacrifice are saying is accurate, they didn't need to shy away from having a female lead. That's dumb. It wasn't a fun game at all. Yeah, unfortunately, AC Valhalla doesn't have a great. It doesn't have a great track. It doesn't have a great, you know, rap sheet right now. A lot of people say it's not very good to begin with. But at the same time, does every game need a female lead? No one has said this morning every game needs a female lead. You're you're misunderstanding. We don't have female leads if you can just pick the dude. That's not a female lead. You can list the strong female leads like that that are that that own the screen on their own. You can list it on one hand. You could pick a dude in Immortals Phoenix Rising as well. It's not it, it, her name's Phoenix, but apparently I didn't know this. You could pick a dude in that game. I didn't know that. Like, whether or not AC Valhalla is a good game is irrelevant. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a game. It it would be so bewildering to see all of the marketing around Horizon Forbidden West, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Aloy, and her red hair, and it's, it's awesome, and then booting up the game and being able to pick a dude. I'd be like, what? It's her game. What are you talking about? It would be weird. I'm not saying every game needs a female lead. That's not what I'm saying at all. But if it's a female lead, let her be the lead. I don't, I'm not picking a dude in Tomb Raider or or, or or Horizon Zero Dawn. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It'd be like launching a Spider-Gwen game and being like, but you can pick Peter Parker if you want. Well, what's the point? Why'd you pick, Why'd you even make the game then? You know? People want choice. Okay, you argue that people want choice, but when I boot up God of War or Days Gone, you know what I'm never asking myself? I'm never like, man, it's weird I can't pick a woman. Why? Because the game is about Kratos. The game is about Deacon. It's about them. It's their story. That's what makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense to be like, here's this amazing story of this rebel, Danny Rojas, going up against, you know, uh, Giancarlo Esposito's character. I think his name is Anton. Going up against this, this evil dictator. But she's not really the lead. You can you can pick a dude if you want. What the frick? Why? It doesn't make any sense. Same way with Uncharted and Batman. We often see female leads pushed. I didn't see a female lead pushed. I thought the Uncharted spinoff thing was dope. What are you talking about? That Uncharted spinoff game was awesome. I thought it was well written, well voice acted. It was good, good puzzles, good, good, good game. It was a good game. You're you're missing the point. You're missing the point. The point is right. The point is is that when you have a game where the male is the lead, you don't question it. You're like, yeah. But if the if the lead is a is a is a female, suddenly you want choice. So, so, suddenly you want choice. You're like, oh well, you know, 
you don't have a problem playing as Kratos or Deacon St. John or any of the other any of the other you know main mainstay games that you could play right now no one no one's ever like yeah but why can't I play as a woman no one ever does that every Assassin's Creed you've ever played you never once thought to yourself man it's really strange that I can't change the character to a woman why because that's what the game is about it's about that person so when I beat up boot up Far Cry 6 when I boot up Far Cry 6 and Danny Rojas it's meant to be about her as a rebel fighting back she's not really the lead because you can be like yeah I'd rather have a dude like that so like she gets kind of robbed as center stage lead the same thing happened with Assassin's Creed Odyssey everybody says Cassandra it's about her pick her she's awesome but she's got to share the stage with the dude it's not really her story some of the best video games when we talk about them what do we argue who's the best assassin is it Ezio I've always said Bayak was my favorite right we pick the one that we think is the best why Well, because you get attached to the character you think oh yeah this is great I love the, their portrayal of Laura Croft in the when they rebooted the Tomb Raider series I thought she was awesome I thought how she didn't start out as the Tomb Raider how she kind of had to she kind of stumbled into it right and she's all busted up and she's all hurt she has to like get a bow and start fighting back it's an awesome and memorable story now Tomb Raider wouldn't be very memorable if instead of it being Laura Croft's story and the, her relationship with her dad and all those things that wouldn't be as meaningful if it's like if it's just two people you can choose between Laura or Larry like who do you want to play as it's less meaningful I disagree with you on a lot of things but this time you're spot on I appreciate the $5 tip through Super Chat TJ you mean Lawrence Croft right (laughs) why do we have to uh, why do we have this new wave here's what it is here's what it is right here's the issue here's the issue there is this idea that it's almost like it's almost like we'll make your own game then would be their argument I, I can hear their argument now this is what people would say they would say well Far Cry has always been the lead character has always been a guy so go make your own game if you want a lead character to be a woman. Don't don't suddenly change Far Cry to be about, you know, ham-fisting a, a female lead in. They would make the same argument about Assassin's Creed, right? They would say, oh, but it's always been about a guy. You know, why do you have to do this? Why do you go make your own game? Like a lot of dudes would say that. A lot of the guys that would argue this would say that. They would say, I like Horizon Zero Dawn and I I like Tomb Raider. That's totally fine. Go make your own story. Don't hijack an existing franchise. That's what they would argue, right? Like, but that misses the entire point. None of these games, it's not like they're suddenly making Kratos a woman. That's not what they're doing. Suddenly you boot up God of War Ragnarok and they're like, yeah, 
uh, Kratos is a woman. We just decided canonically to just ignore everything up here up to this point, and he's now a woman. You'd be like, wait, what? Why? Why? Because God of War has been a long, long-running story and series about him. They're getting ready to hand the series off to a new character, though, as far as we can tell, right? As far as we can tell. So, it seems to me that in a game like Assassin's Creed, where it's like a different character on a pretty regular basis, okay? Pretty regular basis, it's a new character. Same with Far Cry. It's a different character every time. It's your brand new situation, brand new character. I think in those scenarios, it's totally fine to be like, no, yeah, in this scenario, you can have, you can switch it to a female lead. You're not suddenly changing. It would be the same as suddenly changing Laura Croft into Lawrence Croft. It'd be really weird. Like, why did you suddenly change the lead? That would be- that wouldn't make any sense. That's the misunderstanding I think people have. They're pulling their guns from their holsters and being like, pew pew pew. No 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 no. Don't change the lead. Don't change the lead to a to a woman. It's always been a man. It's like that's not what's happening. These games have always had different leads, different islands, different places, different times. It doesn't have to always be a dude. There are plenty of good ways to represent different types of people in the same story. The question is, do they do it the best way they can to implement it? Yeah, but you're you're talking you're you're talking about distorted games that arguably would have been better if they would have left the dude out of the picture. You see what I'm saying? It's a half measure. If, if Assassin's Creed Odyssey would have been Cassandra's game, it would have been a better game. It would have been a better game. People, people would have been like, whoa, that's all, wow. It had gotten a lot of press coverage. It had gotten a lot of hate and criticism. But it would have been a better story because everybody would have had to pick her. Who knows? AC Valhalla, you guys are saying it's nothing but fetch quests, right? And nothing but fetch quests. That's, you know, that's neither here nor there in the discussion. It probably would have been a better story if it was centered around her. It would have been better if, if, if it's centered around her because if you're going to do it, then do it. Right? If you're going to do it, then just do it. Don't do this. Don't do this. This half measure nonsense, right? Don't do this half measure nonsense. Pick the lead and go with it. You know what I mean? Pick the lead. Pick the lead and go with it. Like... They should have done that with Far Cry 6. The minute they showed that you could pick a dude in Far Cry 6, I honestly was confused. I was like, I don't understand. I thought the game was about Danny Rojas. I thought it was about her. Like, what? I think there are plenty of games that would do well with female leads instead. I love most games that already exist with female leads only. Far Cry 5 added the choice, not Far Cry 6. I don't know why people are even upset. It's been like that since 2018. Wait, you could pick in Far Cry 5? I don't remember that. I don't remember having a choice in Far Cry 5. That that game was that that feels like it was ages ago for me. They need to lean the AC games down. It gets boring quick. It's called I call it Yeah, I call it Assassin's Creed map puke. They just puke stuff on the map, you know? They're just like but and then every, oh, here's tons of stuff to do. You know, I think they got the recipe right. Okay. I think they got the recipe right in Immortals Phoenix Rising. In Immortals Phoenix Rising, 
that was a pretty good amount of there's lots of stuff to do on the map but it's more reasonable and satisfying it's more it's more reasonable and more satisfying to go in and say hey we are you know i'm going to i'm going to clear each area of the map it didn't quite feel like an assassin's creed where you're like oh my gosh you know don't compromise vision whether whether male or female just serve the story that's my point it doesn't serve the story to do this whole like here's the central character but if you don't like them then you can pick somebody else it's like what what the best i think i think the best games that are narratively driven i'm going to qualify this the best games that are narratively driven have a central character that like you know what i'm saying I, there is something special about Days Gone and the way that Deacon narrates the action and his frustrations and the story, right? There, there, there is something special about that. That I don't think you get that if you if you have this diluted sort of like there's you can you can pick a, a, a man or woman. Now in some games when it's not narratively driven, well, who gives a frick? Like if it, if you're playing Elder Scrolls Online or an RPG game or something who cares but if it's narratively driven it's you got it you got to have a character Aloy is the lead in Horizon Forbidden West let Danny Rojas be the lead in Far Cry 6 you know let um let Cassandra be the lead in Assassin's Creed Odyssey let's just let him do it just let him it would be that the story would likely feel more genuine and and uh, it, <laughs> what people are saying in AC Valhalla in AC Valhalla, you got people that are like talking to you as if you're playing as the female lead. Like they didn't even try to fix it. <laughs> Mass Effect's a great narrative game that does both male and female. Now, now, hang on a second, though. Hang on a second. Not every game is centered around the character in the same way. In the same way, like Mass Effect is more about you and your decisions. It's a narrative-driven, however, it's dialogue-choice-driven. So from moment one, your choices matter, right? Are you, are you an angry shepherd? Are you a, are you a kind, whatever? You're going to pick all those things in the beginning. You pick your backstory, your appearance. Do you see what I'm saying? I, in 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 many in many cases in many cases I think you have to understand what type of game are you setting out to be. If you're setting out to be a game where your every decision matters, you, you, the, the people that you romance, the people that you charm, the people that you're the people that you're like being rude to, whatever. It's it's a it's a choice it's a choice driven game. Okay, that's different. I don't think Mass Effect is the same as Tomb Raider. Horizon Forbidden West, right? Uh, it's not the same as, as Assassin's Creed or Far Cry. Those are th- th- these are narrative-driven games. I'm not really, I'm not really picking and choosing dialogue options in the same way. Now, maybe here and there, sure, sure, sure. Second side argument. Oh, it's a two-sided argument. Eighty percent of the industry is male and would have more attachment value to males. These people. Uh, have low T. <laughs> Female leads should be more open, but not forced. Make it fit the story. 
Sure, and I agree with you. I agree with you, Krebsy. It comes down to a marketing thing. Like, like, I get the business angle. They're sitting in a boardroom, and they're like, look, we get it. Danny Rojas, Cassandra, you know, all these characters would make great, would make great leads. But the franchise is too established, right? I think your 80% male is a little high, by the way. It's pretty much split down the middle. But in any case, in any case, I... Eugene, sometimes I wonder on the like women make up a majority or whatever. I, I when they largely sell the title in America, I think he's probably correct. I think the the larger percentage of video game purchases in America are still very much male driven. I think when you include the entire globe, the statistics dramatically changed largely because of the Asian market. The Asian market is far more dominated by women playing video games. And that changes all the statistics. But the question is, are games like Assassin's Creed and Far Cry marketed to and sold well in the American in the non-American markets? I don't think so. When you're marketing in the West, when your game is largely sold in the West, then yeah, most of your purchasers are dudes. Like, come on, don't kid yourself. All I have to do is look at the percentage of people that watch my channel to know that's a decent sampling of what American video game purchases look like. Very, very heavily dominated by men, right? Depends on your definition of video games. That's the point is, that's the point. If you right now did a poll of the percentage of video game purchasers of the Assassin's Creed franchise, come on, man, you know it's 80 to 90% dudes. Same with Assassin's Creed, right? Same with Assassin's Creed. It is largely a male-dominated purchasing base in America, traditionally. Now, maybe that's changing in recent years, right? Maybe that's changing in recent years, and that's part of the point, right? They're looking at a franchise. Listen, they know their demographic. Are we going to sit here and pretend these companies don't know their demographic and know who they're marketing to and who they're selling to? Look at what the leads do. Look at how they act. Look at how, you know, it's it's very tough guy, testosterone-driven, very, you know, Michael Bay, you know, explosions. Come on, come on, come on. We, we They know their demographic. Assassin's Creed and Far Cry especially, traditionally and historically, I guarantee you they're purchasing. Their, 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 their audience is largely men, okay? And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with saying you know your audience, okay? If you're if you're selling, you know, if you're selling high-heeled shoes, there are some dudes out there that look good in high-heeled shoes and they will buy them, but they are not the majority of your market and you have to know that. You have to know your audience. You know when you're making a certain product that it's going to be purchased in a larger percentage by a certain demographic of people, okay? And and they probably worry about taking a game like Assassin's Creed when a game like Far Cry and suddenly making the lead a woman and not giving you the option to choose a man. They know what people would do and what they would say. The very reason we're even having this discussion is exactly why they do it, because dudes would be like, heck no. They would be like, I'm not doing that. Uh, Those numbers are off anyway because there are three women in my house that buy video games and they buy them on my account. I'm not sure that's not on. Un- well, yeah, that true. That too. But I mean, come on. 
I don't need their internal statistics to tell you. If you look at the way they build the games, market the games, look, look at the way the character is treated throughout the story. Assassin's Creed and Far Cry traditionally have been largely marketed to and consumed by a male audience. It doesn't mean women didn't buy the game. It doesn't mean women didn't play and enjoy the game. It just means the majority. When we say majority, you understand that could be 60-70%, not 95 but, you know, a majority. You know, yeah, just guys being dudes. And so I could see them sitting in a boardroom meeting and saying, look at the statistics here. Look, look, look at the statistics. We know. We know that if we suddenly change to a female lead, we're going to... We're, 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 we are going to lose sales if we, if we suddenly switch to a female lead. They know that. And the question is, is it worth it? Like, is it the job of a video game about, you know, Far Cry 6 or Assassin's Creed? Is it their job to move the cultural needle? Like, is, do they have a responsibility? I mean, you you could argue maybe they do, but you could also argue they have a responsibility to make profit and keep the lights on and keep their constituents happy and you know keep their shareholders and investors happy, right? Do you, Joystick in your DM change the camera. All right, I'll check that later. I'll check that later. See, at least Hilly sends me videos of joysticks. I play as a female to check out my own butt occasionally. <laughs> I don't have an issue playing as a female if the game is based around it. I'll play it. I played Mass Effect playing as a female shepherd because I wanted the romance uh, goss. There you go. Move the cultural needle for ancient Greece. Right. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, it, it, especially when it's like a historical game. I was once playing Warframe and I asked nice guys who wanted to do a long run with female frame on their powers. Their answer, um don't own them as dudes should play. Oh, they actually said that. Yeah, I mean, listen, listen, listen. Different strokes for different folks. There are going to be dudes that no matter what you do, no matter how hard you try to, like, bring them into 2021, they're going to say no. They're going to cross their arms, you know, they're going to, they're going to say no, man, no. Like, and as long as they're not, listen, as long as they're not being hateful and unkind or hurting somebody else, I don't really care. Like, if that's how you want to live your life and if that's how you feel, if you feel like you just can't bring yourself to play a video game as a woman, there's a level of, like, understanding there. Like, I get it, however you raise your background or whatever, but there's also a level of, like, man, you're missing out, dude. There's some great games out there. There's some really great games you're missing out on you know there are really interesting characters you know what do you what, what did, did you did you not like did you not watch WandaVision because it was about a woman like you see what I'm saying there's some great stories out there that are awesome you know and so as I know, I'm not gonna sit here and try and convince the, the guys that are kind of stuck in that I would call that a gaming rut of being like I was in a gaming rut okay I was in a gaming rut. I wouldn't play games that were exceptionally hard. I wouldn't turn difficulty up. I just wouldn't expand to my horizons. I didn't think that I would enjoy them, right? I do enjoy them. I run out of endurance. That's 100% true. I like teeter on the edge. I was playing Ghost of Tsushima the other night, and I was like, man, I would love to replay this game and just rack, just ramp up the difficulty, just rack it all the way up, just to see. 
Like, give me a give me a Sekiro light game. Give me a Dark Souls, Demon Souls light. And in a game like that, and in Jedi Fallen Order, you turn that difficulty up, and you know, it's it'll be pretty punishing. You can have that kind of that light experience. Well, that was me sort of expanding out of something that was my comfort zone, right? And so. You know, I kind of I kind of feel bad for these guys sometimes. Like, man, you're you're in a bit of a gaming rut. You're missing out on some really great games and some really great experiences, you know. And unfortunately, they're probably pretty nasty if the game comes out, if Far Cry 6 would have come out, if Assassin's Creed Odyssey would have come out and been like, "No, yeah, the lead's a woman. Danny Rojas is the lead. Cassandra is the lead." There are dudes that have been gross and nasty and unkind and said mean things. You know, and that's just mostly rooted in ignorance and a lack of understanding. And, you know, as soon as they walk away from the internet, they got to live their life with that, with that disposition and that brain and soul. Like, you know what I'm saying? They got to walk through their life like that. You you, you hope one day they don't, you know. I always try to play and try games I don't think I'll like. Yeah, I've changed my attitude a little bit about that over the years. I have. When this become an issue, I grew up playing Tomb Raider and Miss Pac-Man. Um, yeah, yeah. Did you know that Miss Pac-Man is like a thousand times more popular than Pac-Man? As far as like historically speaking, it's crazy. When the game is an RPG, then more choice is always the better. If it's a narrative adventure game, I can see why the fixed character is almost essential. That's exactly the point I'm trying to make. Is that if it's an RPG game, it's decision based. It's all about you. It's all about you and your decisions. When it's a narrative-driven game, like, imagine reading, like, a really, really good book, and right when it starts out, you learn that it's a choose-your-own-adventure. And from the very beginning, you can choose a a woman or a man. Well, you might be like, wait a minute, I thought this was going to be, like, a really, really good story about, you know, a, a serial killer or a really good story about whatever. I'm picking the lead? Surely that's not going to be a very good story. You you know. It's going to be kind of all over the place, isn't it? Might be a little diluted. Cassandra was dope. One of the best AC characters ever made. I know. I'm, I'm bummed. That's another one that we just can't, we just can't dive into. We just can't dive into it. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. We're getting off on a bit of a side tangent. We might need to save this for another day. We might need to save this for another day. We might want to circle back to the release date of Horizon 2. The Horizon 2 release date, Horizon Forbidden West. We have information from interviews about that game. It's relevant to the discussion we're having right now because she's a strong female lead and, you know, they had criticism recently for her appearance that was almost it was almost hysterical that they didn't see how ludicrous the claims were. That 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 Maybelline remake somebody did of her face, and they actually thought that it looked better. I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, put the magazines down, man. You looking at too many magazines? <laughs> Women don't look like that. <laughs> I mean, they do, but only after they put a ton of time and effort into it, you know. So, vote on our poll if you haven't taken our poll yet. I asked the audience, "Do you think?" Horizon Forbidden West is releasing this year. Based on recent interviews, it's looking more promising. I'll read you those quotes in a little while, but do you think it's launching this year? That's the question of the poll. So head over here and take the poll. A couple responses. Grimbo 
As much as I'd love to play it in 2021, I think it'll be Horizon in February of 2022 and God of War Holiday 2022. Um, You know, Horizon 2 release date landing in Holiday 2021 is important, I think, to Sony, which means it's very likely. It's important to Sony. I think one of the reasons they've danced around on the release date is a couple of things. Number one, I think they have a lot of work to do. I think they have a lot of work to do. I think it's I think it's challenging, you know, to make a game of this scope and size. But I also think they I think personally, I think they were planning on delaying it. And I think they got told no. I think they were like, you ain't delaying that game. Uh-uh. I think they probably wanted to. You know? If I play a game, I can pick either gender. I'll go with a guy because it's how I enjoy my games. I play it as if it was me in the world, not because. Well, and I'm the same way, ADJC. I love in a game where you give me the ability to make my character look a certain way. I try and make the character look like me. I didn't have to try very hard in Days Gone, you know? He was a, you know, a grizzled white guy with a beard, you know, and he was grumpy. I was like, cool, it's a video game about me, right? <laughs> like, but yeah, a lot of the times I want to make the character look like me. That's fun. It's entertaining. I remember doing that in Fallout 4. But I also can pick up any game like Horizon Zero Dawn, Horizon Forbidden West when it comes out, Tomb Raider. You know, I wish I would have played Odyssey as Cassandra to completion because I've heard so many good things about it. You know what I mean? The blog last week implied they only have actor work left for the most part. Yeah, something like they were working on the final cinematic. Yeah, yeah, mocap voice work. Yeah. Um, yeah, seems seems close. Um, <laughs> Whatever creature. <laughs> he doesn't want me to Okay, alright. It's not the end of the world. Right, 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 right. <clears throat> I prefer watching the, the female character model. Yeah, I know plenty of people that'll play an RPG and they'll do that. Yeah, I played as She-Hulk in Phoenix Rising. I made her look like uh everybody kept saying she looked like Fiona from Shrek because I made her green. I was like, this is She-Hulk. What are you talking about? Um, uh, you're eligible for this? Uh, apply by... Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay. Um, oh, are you serious? We got approved for a key for Blade Assault. Oh, that game looked good today. Oh man, we were gonna consider. We were. I was gonna consider doing it um, today, uh, but I, I wasn't getting a code. And now I have a code, so now it's like maybe we should do both that and that. We got one for that Mighty Goose game as well. Hey, if you're new, this is what we do every single day. It's a live talk show. Uh, how many people here today? We've gotten a about a 15% uh, suggested. Now, we're not getting a high search percentage because more than likely, this news ran the gamut over the weekend, but we are getting a pretty good suggested ratio. So if you are a newer viewer and you click this because YouTube suggested the video to you, we'd love to hear from you in chat if you're new. 
Uh, we'd love for you to come back another day as well. We do a live show Monday through Friday. Uh, and we have a really, really good time here discussing the Horizon 2 uh, release date. Is it happening in 2021? Uh, there's, there's reasons to think. There's reasons to think that it might. There's reasons to think it might. And a lot of that now being based off of interviews that we will be looking at shortly. Uh, we'll be looking at shortly where the commentary about where the game is now uh and uh yeah the poll is perfectly split you guys want to see this it's it's uh it's actually kind of entertaining um it's actually kind of entertaining look at that right down the middle so weigh in on the poll if you haven't voted yet we got 300 likes on the t- today's video make sure and vote on the poll getting close to 300 votes there 50 50 Horizon 2 release date. Do you think this game is releasing in 2021? (laughs) Do you think so? Let's read a couple more responses. We love to hear from you. Um, Yeah, you can get 30% off. Yeah, uh uh-huh. With my code. Yep. Demins. You can use any shirt on the site. Code Lono for 30% off. That's right. And I just ordered a bunch of new shirts that they're sending to me. I've got my Rachel Strauss melting. Need that wake-up juice. <laughs> yeah, dude. You gotta get that Rageous Roast. Get it melting. Get it melting. Has that ever happened on a poll thus far? Father's Day coming up? They have a Father's Day uh, section to men's. If you want to get a shirt for Dad, hey, they have a Father's Day section on 80s tees. Uh, let, let, let me show this to you. We'll do a little impromptu... We'll do a little impromptu promotion. Uh, right when you land on the site right now, they got all these dope dad shirts. Just click View All Father's Day Products. It's right here, right below the shirts. Bam. If you've not gotten a shirt yet for dad, go check out this awesome collection. If he's a fan of Marvel, Star Wars, Rocky, video games, there's all kind of shirts for dad here. All right. Use code LONO for 30% off. Get your dad a dope shirt, okay? Get him something cool that he'll actually wear this year. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Get him something dope from this collection. They have 66 shirts to choose from in their Father's Day collection. Just remember to use code LONO for 30% off. Uh, Big Fest responded to the poll that you see on screen right now. After seeing the gameplay, I hope it releases this year. Same here. You know, we, we need a little something. We need a little something. Do the shirts come in ash color? Uh, well, it depends on the shirt, Kane. I don't think I don't think a lot of the shirts have color choices. You'd have to find a shirt that would be in that color. Does that make sense? 50-50 out of 249 votes. Does YouTube uh, do math? I think they round up and down sometimes. Smiley responded to the poll and said, I have a feeling the game will release at the very end of November or first week of December. If not, I'll understand if it gets pushed back. Um, agreed. Uh, the, the release date um, is right now, I think, being talked about uh, is being talked about for hype. I think. I think they're talking about it for hype. Because they've got some things coming up that they're going to be doing. And they're going to asking for my dad. What's a dad? Huh? What's a dad? Did the shirts come in ash color? Oh my gosh. Is that some, that is so dark. 
Are you telling me that your dad is dead? Just popping in to say, hey, also chat, you're looking super cute today. Thank you, Max Level Dad, for the $10 tip through Super Chat. You the best. That's a terrible thing to Kane with the dark humor for the morning. I tell you, I tell you, you Brits, you Brits have such a, such a dark, a dark sense of humor. <laughs> what did, what did Hilly say the other day? Hilly said he tells his kids that marbles are the eyeballs of children that have seen Santa Claus. That was another one from the other day. That was good. That was good. Yeah, that was, that, that was, it was getting dark. Getting dark in here. <laughs> it's getting dark in here. Um, ask app not to track. Uh, man. Mm-mm. What? Mm-mm-mm. Oh, it, there's no question mark. Ah. Uh. funny ah yeah yeah you love it dark yeah people like the some people like their humor dark like their coffee I guess (laughs) Uh, something has to be dark since we don't have the dark roast Mm, Token, I'm not even reading that one out loud. I'm going to the poll here. Real King Salty says, I personally don't think so, hopefully. I don't own a PlayStation myself, but I know a lot of people are looking forward to playing it. I hear you. There's a lot of folks in that category. Uh, Lito Diaz responded to the poll. Lito says, if the sickie doesn't get on the way like it did last year, uh, definitely. That's definitely a factor, unfortunately. Uh, Even still, even still. Hilly responded to the poll and says, I think if they try and crunch this, it will lead to problems with the game, and I feel mostly likely it'll be early 2022. If it does release holiday 2021, we'll potentially have many issues and bugs. Um, that's a possibility. That is a possibility because you you know we know we know that crunch hasn't worked all that well uh, recently. It hasn't. We we there, there's plenty of games to show this. Sorry, man. My shorts, my shorts were all bunched up. You streaming Sunday for E3, dude? I don't think so. I just don't think there's a reason for us to try to bend to E3. Like, if I, I don't know. I've got a Monday through Friday show that I do. You know what I mean? I got a Monday through Friday show that I do. So I, I would, I would say. If you're if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna be here for my coverage, that's when I'm gonna do it. Um, now I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try, obviously, to cover E3 as best I can. Now that might be doing shorts, or maybe I do a quick recorded video on Sunday and upload it, just so we're we're out there reacting um, to stuff. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because I I just I genuinely think that one of the things I've got to do right now. Um is is I've got to I have to put um, aside the idea of like bending 
bending to the platform and bending to the relevancy now we're, we're going to lean there's a difference between leaning into what is relevant leaning into what the platform wants you to do there's a huge difference between leaning and bending because leaning is like okay these are avenues and things don't play a game for too long play a game when it's relevant cover uh you know cover things that are relevant right these are the sorts of things you kind of have to do on the platform but there's a difference between leaning and bending like i do not want to bend because i'm already i'm i'm already probably working too much that you know to try so in the evenings like i'm doing a thumbnail i want the thumbnail to look good good i'm doing keyword research because we want you know we want you know we want people to to be here we want to meet new people you know we're losing more than we're gaining right now we're gaining lots of new people but we're losing people every day as soon as i post a short video i lose people every night they just don't like it i'm like sorry that's the kind of content i'm going to create now two live streams in the day and a nice short video in the evening to give a to give a sneak peek in the next day if you don't like it and you're going to unsub, I, if you think that if you think my short videos in the evening are clickbait, I, I just I, I I don't have time to suffer fools. I just don't, right? I got to just kind of create the content, do the thing I'm going to do and trust that eventually the it, it eventually the wins will start to bring in the people that enjoy what we're doing as opposed to like bending to what people want or what the platform wants or or whatever. Shape what works to you, uh, not you to what works. That's right. And when we were trying to do that, we were doing like recorded videos and uploads. Like we were trying to bend to the platform and it was just like, this isn't working. You know what I mean? Like if someone's allegiance to me is that fragile, they're like, well, I'm going to unsub and not watch anymore because you created shorts in the evening, a 60 second video with a vague title. I'm sorry. If if your support of my channel's that fragile, you were probably going to unsub the minute I I got flustered one day and got angry. Like, you know what I'm saying? I I I don't have t- I don't have time I don't have time for you. You're too fragile. Your support of the channel's too fragile and you're too fragile. You know what I mean? And if someone's not going to support because like I do two streams or gameplay or whatever or you don't cover Destiny anymore. Sorry. I, what do you want me to do? You know, your support of the channel is too fragile. I can't bend to you. I'll, I'll break my back trying to trying to break, trying to bend to every whim and every desire, right? So, what we're doing right now is what we're doing. You know, um, well, no, I Wiggly. Somebody asked if I was going to be streaming on a Sunday to cover E3, and I was kind of explaining why I won't be doing that. I'm not going to bend and break my back to cover E3 on the weekend for a couple of reasons. Yeah, my audience is a weekday audience. It probably wouldn't be worth it. And number two, I've just, I can't bend to relevancy and I can't bend to like, well, this is the YouTube way. Nah. No. You know, I... That's not, that's, I can't do that. E3 is going to be big. We're going to cover it as best we can. We're going to give, we're going to have, it's going to be a great place for you to come. And this is not breaking news. This is news with discussion. If that's make, if that makes sense, you're never going to be subbed here and tuning in here to be like, I saw it first on Lono's channel. No, I don't have those kind of connections. And 
it's almost impossible to do that. You'd have to literally be the YouTuber that's just sitting combing through Twitter and Reddit and as soon as a story breaks, you crank out a video. Oh, for frick's sake, I can't do that. There's no way. There's no way. So, my channel's more about come and discuss gaming news. This isn't breaking news, if that makes sense. Now, when something breaks in the middle of the show, sure, we'll throw that into the hopper and we'll discuss it and we'll kind of read it and break it down. You know what I mean? So, I, it, it, we, we do it, but I can't, I can't do that, dude. I'm not sacrificing my weekends to, to, cover, to cover E3. Something I've been doing since we moved into this house. We've lived in this house for exactly one year now, almost. A little bit more. And when we first moved into this house, I had to walk and commute to our old duplex. It was like literally exactly one mile away, okay? And because of that, it was just easier to not work on the weekends. I would just stay here at the house with the fam, right? And... I realized in those couple of weeks where I did that, I was like, I'm never working on the weekend ever again. Holy frick. Now, obviously, you know, I got, it took five years to get there. I made a lot of sacrifices. I did. I made a lot of sacrifices to get the business to a place where I could take trips. I could take breaks. I could just be like, yep, not working on the weekends anymore. Okay. Well, all that was taken from me. So when we started doing all this stuff on YouTube, I started working on the weekends again. I, you know, I'd, get stuff ready and crank this out and crank that out and two weekends in a row now I've been like no I'm not going to sorry right sorry you're either going to show up or you're not I'm not breaking my back on the weekend praying that people show up and support it's like no I'm going to put on a great show we're going to cover gaming news we're going to have a good time now we're going to brainstorm about how to make the show better when you're here we're bringing a feature back today for the second half of the show that we think you guys are going to be excited about. But man, I'm not doing that again. I'm not, dude, I'm not breaking my back on the weekends. I'm just not. It's just not worth it. Um, There we go. 301 votes. Ooh, ooh, the nose. The nose are edging out ahead saying no. They don't think Horizon's going to release. <laughs> That's not why they unsub. They unsub because of those scary thumbnails on the shorts. You made my daughter cry with some of those faces. That's not why. <laughs> Lono's bending to my every whim. I want him to do whatever he wanted, and gosh darn it, he's doing it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I love the clickbait Sunday shorts. They're the ones that always hook me for Monday morning. You, you, like, clearly YouTube is leaning into the shorter video format. They're leaning into the to the shorts and the shorter video format, and we are attempting to create content that can start to fall into those lanes, right? We record, uh, we rec- we record. I'm deleting that one from chat. All right, uh, y- you guys are done trying to make offensive jokes in chat. Like your your attempt at comedy hour is now over. Um, and so you know we do the shorter we uh we do the shorter version of news and segments and stuff in the afternoon. We record that and then we throw that on another channel. So I I I just want you guys to know our approach to E3 is going to largely be take all of the E3 stuff and put it in our Monday through Friday funnel. That's just what we're going to do. You know? That's just what we're going to do. 
We're not, we're not, I'm not, I'm not going to bend to the E3 whim. I'm not going to bend to the E3 schedule. There's no freaking way I'm doing that. So that's just, I did the, the reason that I, you know, I'm, I'm giving you guys a little bit of a glimpse behind the curtain is because I want to cover E3, but E3 is really weird this year by do they're doing, they're doing stuff on the weekends. So I don't think people want you to take your weekends. I believe Xbox is doing their show on Sunday. A lot of people are more intrigued in the possibility of what they might show. It'll honestly give me a better opportunity to get everything ready for Friday morning. And I'm going to be really honest with you guys. Something that we're trying to navigate is learning how to ride the wake, right? We're never going to be the big lead channel where, oh, we got the lead story or, oh, this breaking news. We can certainly ride the wake. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that was a pretty big story. Let's cover that tomorrow. And then we kind of get in the wake and we meet lots of new folks and the channel does well. Mondays are always going to be a struggle because there's no wake to ride. It's like nothing happened, right? Everything kind of, um, every everything kind of happened leading up to Friday, if that makes sense. So, what I will probably try to do for E3. So, if you're subbed here or you're considering pressing the subscribe button, what I'll probably do when E3 happens is every night the short video will be sort of a oh my gosh summary reaction to what what, what happened. And then the next day, we'll chop it up. We'll be like, let's look at everything that happened. You know, Xbox, Microsoft reveal show. Let's chop it up. You know what I mean? Your value add is, guys, I've been thinking about this and. Right, it's, it's, let's, let's discuss what, what took place. Because to be quite honest, a live, a live show that is all about live interaction with the audience is actually better served by topics and segments as opposed to being like breaking news let's watch this trailer now sometimes sometimes like the horizon forbidden west reveal stream or the far cry 6 reveal like when we co- i'm sorry we covered the far cry 6 reveal live on the air sometimes when the stars align we will do that that was really enjoyable that day we we, we didn't know there was going to be a 30 minute wait timer when we went to watch the far cry 6 thing but that ended up being a really fun day, and we met lots of new people. So when the stars align, yeah, we will we will definitely do that. We will, but it's going to usually have to fall within our own our own um, uh, parameters. I'm okay with clickbait from you because you've proven yourself trustworthy and you're entertaining over the years. I know I'm getting substance. We, your fans, uh, should be the word in the streets uh, to assure newcomers you're legit. Well, in the evenings, it's literally a 60-second video. It's a joke. I don't do clickbait for the day. All my thumbnails and titles recently for my day-to-day streams have been exactly what I end up talking about. You know what I mean? Sunday's a big day. Microsoft and Bethesda and Square Enix. I'm going to tell you right now, I may make an exception, but I'm not making any promises. I'm not making any promises because it might be worth just being live and co-streaming just for a couple of hours just because it'll be a huge funnel of viewership, but I'm not going to make any promises. We just, on rare occasions, I'll consider doing something like that simply because it's, it's a, it's a rare, it's a rare opportunity. It's a rare, it's a rare moment. You know what I mean? <clears throat>
just cover Final Fantasy long term. It's all I want and need. I'd get rid of my daughter down the river for that. <laughs> oh my gosh, Kane, stop. Um, <clears throat> the shorts are something that Lono seems to have fun with, so the clickbait titles are fine. They're not even clickbait, though. I'm not like, you're not going to believe what Microsoft did. And then the video is about PlayStation or something. You know what I mean? It's literally, I'm bringing something back. Oh, okay, click. Let me let me see what he's talking about. And I outline how we're going to be bringing back a feature to the channel, to the live streams in the second half. You know, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do, guys. And then the video is, I don't know what I'm going to do, man. There's too much news to cover. Holy moly. Like, well, how are we going to manage to cover all this? Like, I don't know. I, I think they're within a pretty safe, I don't know. They're in a pretty safe area to me. The videos aren't clickbait. The thumbnails are. The thumbnails are so obviously goofy, though. The thumbnails are so obviously me being stupid. Like, I don't know. Last night's was just me, like, pointing at the camera. Like, what? How is that? How is that? I don't understand. You know? <laughs> if they aren't clickbait, they're at least click nip. Like, catnip? If that's a catnip joke. Zubair, I that's I don't know about that. <laughs> the current Bethesda engine is just old and it needs to be put on a shelf until that happens. I don't really care what they release. Yeah. You're gonna cover this week's PS5 update for Final Fantasy Seven. It might end up being a micro news segment. I've not seen it. I'm trying out the Biomutant patch, they've made good changes. Yeah. <clears throat> Sinnoh's got it. A teasing title isn't clickbait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. I'm quietly seething over here. What did say? Why did you say something, Sinos, and I missed it? Quietly seething. Did I miss what? Did I miss something that Sinos said? No. Love the shorts. Keep them coming. I click on them and expect vagueness. Yeah. Call it what you want. I click it. That's right. Uh. It's less like bait and more like a lure. Right. Well, the thing is, is that we tried, I tried a video where, and listen, even if they're positive, they don't do as well. So last night, I'm bringing something back. It didn't do as well because it wasn't negative. Like, YouTube is such a funny animal. It's such a funny animal. It's like, if it's even remotely positive, it doesn't do as well. So finally, some good news did significantly worse than I've got bad news. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. It's kind of the way that it goes, you know? My current cat doesn't like other cats. That's the only reason I'm not uh, a crazy cat lady with 12 cats. Oh, yeah? See, here's the thing. I like cats. If if they didn't, if they didn't shed... I'd probably have a couple in the house, but I just don't want them. They shed like crazy. Our cat's an outdoor cat now. We just fully converted him. I'm like, you're not coming in here, dude. Get the frick out. <laughs> like, no. Cover everything with hair. It drives me nuts. Like, I can deal with the, the, the litter boxes and the smell if you can put them somewhere. Oh, Baguette, I forgot to thank you for your $2 tip. Thank you for the two-spot Baguette. Clickbait means you're being deceptive, but you're not really being deceptive, just vague. There's a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. People people overuse clickbait. They overuse it. They do. 
Is it possible that I've got bad news did well because people were worried it was something about the investigation or personal stuff? Do people honestly think I'm going to update you guys in a 60 second video about anything serious? Got bad news, guys. They got to amputate my leg. Like, I'm not going to do that in a 60 second video. (laughs) Come on. I'm not going to do that. It's a 60 second video. Like, how serious do they think it's going to be? You know, I don't know what to do. Oh, man. Lono's probably considering retiring. Yeah, you're right. And I'm going to put that in a 60 second video. Come on. Think about the medium. The cat talk. He's hitting back to what he's bringing back. The bag shaking. Oh, that was so annoying. That was so annoying. Working in that dungeon for like four or five years. We have two cats. I don't notice the fur, really. I think I got lucky with low shedding cats. Oh, yeah. You've got to research it. A cat that doesn't shed that much would be great. But, yeah, dog, same deal, man. There's just freaking hair everywhere. Good brush and a good vacuum help. But, yeah, one cushion on the couch is colored like a ginger cat. That's right. Yo, Matt with a $5 tip. Sounds like a case of the moon days. What's good, dude? I've got bad news. A tree de- a tree destroyed the house. Please like, share, and subscribe. See you tomorrow. <laughs> the curiosity gap is well-established technique in media, and by calling Lono's content clickbait, it is demanding that all the hard work and creature... Oh, it is demeaning to all the hard work that creature and Lono are putting in. That's right. I, that, 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 thank you, Sinos. Have a dog, too, not shedding because of gree? Because of what? We would do the brushing things, Zubair, and we would do the vacuum, and it gets to the point where you're like, this is like a friggin' part-time job. It's like a part-time job, you know? I don't have time for that. I have two kids. You know what I mean? I'm taking care of them. I gotta make sure that they're they're bathed and fed and, and not hurting each other. Because of the breed? You know, you can get pets. You can do research. Maybe you just got lucky. But you can get like, especially like hypoallergenic dogs where it's almost like a soft hair. It's very different than like the hair on a golden retriever. Oh, the hair on a golden retriever is just friggin' everywhere. It's everywhere. But then you get like a little labradoodle or something. Or, uh, uh, yeah, I think our my brother had like a doodle. It was just a doodle. It was a dachshund poodle mix. He didn't shed at all. It was like, it was like touching like one of those really soft pillows you know what I mean it didn't feel like you were petting an animal you mean we were demeaning without even trying (laughs) I'm glad you don't work on the weekends because your family and mental health are important I appreciate that Jay Merv if the dog was purposeful the cats were lucky once we rescued from one we rescued from the sewer well maybe it doesn't shed because it it, you know it's got some kind of a weird infection from the sewer (laughs) Convert them to outside kids, less maintenance. <laughs> uh, yeah, my kids are okay. You know, they're outside kids. They're outside kids. What does that mean? Just drop little statements like that into conversations and see if people pick up on them. Yeah, yeah, I got two kids. Yeah, five and seven. They're good. They're good. You know, house trained. You know, we, we converted them to outside kids a couple, uh, couple months ago, and it's been really great. They'd be like... What did he say? And then, but can we circle back to that? What'd you mean by that? <laughs> See if they pick up on it. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, they live in the they live in the playhouse. They live in yeah, they live out there. It's so much easier. <laughs> My house is so much less messy. It's great. Oh, they love it. <laughs> It's like Lord of the Flies in my backyard. What? What's the problem? <laughs> Outside kids to sit on the umbrella and keep it from blowing it away. Oh, man. Humans are constantly shedding skin, which is gross. Yeah, the difference is, is when I, when I put on a black pair of pants and then I take them off at the end of the day, they're not covered in human skin. Visible human skin. Microscopic, sure. Come on. Yeah, hypoallergenic hypoallergenic animals are. Yeah, they're usually very expensive because they're in demand. And you usually have to go purebred, you know. Or maybe not. I mean, maybe like you said, some of, like I said, some of the hybrids are, are hypoallergenic, but they're still going to be expensive. So, how to clickbait a convo 101. I almost changed today's topic because Ratchet and Clank was was it more people are looking for that game this week we might kick that to tomorrow if there's no big news um even though it's a ps5 exclusive way more people were looking for it because it's 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 launching this week and if the embargo lifts then everybody's gonna be searching for the reviews and we can cover the day one patch we're gonna cover the day one patch and the 60 fps and all that today um it, it, it it's it looks it looks like it's going to be a game changer with what they're doing with that game. It looks like it looks like it's going to be really impressive. Um, when is E three, please? Uh, it starts this weekend, doesn't it? Doesn't it kick off on Saturday the twelfth? I think. I think that's when it kicks off. Um, so. Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. If you're not in a short hair uh, cat breed, you can always get a hairless cat breed. Oh, yeah. I want a, I want a creepy, big-eyed rat walking around my house. No, thank you. Ugh. We need about 50 more likes on the video, guys. Uh, and then... How are we doing over here? Okay. This, this was the only thing I could think that made sense for lead topic, but I know a lot of you guys are not PlayStation owners, so it's, it's, I don't know what to do when the main topics in the news cycle are PlayStation, you know, centered. Um, so we're, we're all, we're, we're always experimenting and we've definitely learned that PlayStation centric stuff doesn't do as well with this audience. And I think it's because a lot of you don't have it. <laughs> Like, the God of War topic on Friday. I mean, that was spicy and awesome, and it was just, you know, it was just very, very, uh, it was very, very different day. Um, actually, no, we went and looked. You guys showed up big for Friday, so maybe maybe it's not Sony. It's just we need it to be spicy if it's going to be about Sony, you know? People love to hate on Sony because they don't have a PS5 or they're an Xbox fanboy, you know what I mean? <laughs> Would other play Ratchet and Clank still can't get a PS5? Yeah, speak of the devil. Yeah, they're tough to get. They're really tough. Five thousand dollars for very for for very pure bred bald cats. Ugh. Surprise Battlefield 6 does not have more traffic. Yeah, Battlefield is weird right now because I think I think leaks are I think running out of gas I think people are sick of of leaks 
because they know they're like it's not really a leak and also there's a lot of YouTubers that just read every leak out there they go to they go to they go to reddit and 4chan just read leaks like that's content to them you know what I mean yeah another spicy halo topic that always brings the the halo boys out of the woodwork for all of us to play warzone a lot of battlefield is a big promise um yeah yeah you know bald cats are the ugliest thing I've ever seen oh yeah they're nasty they're they're so so weird looking um (laughs) <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. the xbox people in the comments over the weekend oh on the shorts channel yeah 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 that'll blow up wednesday when they do the reveal stream yeah i didn't want to double dip on battlefield because i knew they were doing their stream this wednesday so i didn't want to have a lead about battlefield and then like middle of the week be covering it again you know we're trying to make sure we kind of rotate topics like Horizon Forbidden West got got a topic last week. It's getting another topic today, uh, you know, because of the the release date information. Um, but but we are halfway through the show. So what I want to do, I want to do something. Um, we're we're wanting to experiment a little bit with something, and we want to shift some gears and allow you guys to uh, to enjoy something as as members. And one of the reasons we're wanting to bring this back is we did a little bit of research and we realized that, you know, maybe, maybe there was something that we used to do uh, that could certainly afford uh, to come back. Um, and and we, we think it's an opportunity for you guys um, to to bring to bring some of your own flavor again to uh, to the content. I don't know. Do I have a scene for this, or am I just gonna read them, creature? Because you were building it. I want to do it today. Um, I want to do it today. Uh, Ratchet and Clank uh, rift apart. Uh, we're also we are also. I'm I'm experimenting with this right now. I'm experimenting with this right now. Um, we are going to, uh, try, uh, a, a mid, a mid, oh, you know what I didn't do? Oh yeah, I downloaded it. Never mind, never mind, never mind. It'll just be a little bit smaller. That's fine. It should work. Um, hang on. So we're going to change... We're going to change title, thumbnail, and description, right? Look up. Wait, are those images that I'm supposed to be grabbing? Uh... Alright, hang on. Okay. Oh, I'm an idiot, of course. You created images for me. Okay, okay, okay. Alright, so... We're playing catch again? No, we are bringing back... And you guys have already kind of guessed it. We are bringing back Q&A. Because we feel... um, We feel that it could really, really sort of liven up the second half of the show. Um, and And the reason for that is... We want there to be um, 
an opportunity for channel members to be involved in the uh, to be involved in the show in in a way that they used to be. I know you guys uh, used to really really like it. Um, I didn't save that image apparently. Oh, it's right here. Save image as Q and A. There we go. And then so we're gonna build the scene like on the fly and make me disappear because I don't know what I'm doing. There we go. Um, I don't think he made a transparent creature. Yeah, you didn't make the you didn't make that transparent. No, it's fine. It's fine. I I can do it. I can do it. What we'll have to do is I'll um. So right now, right now, okay, we. Um, it doesn't need to be transparent. I can do it. This is what I need you to do. This is what I need you to do. We are going to shift gears to the topics. Okay. Now it could be about the main topic. It doesn't have to be about, um, what we just talked about. It doesn't have to be about that. Okay. Um, oh, I named it Q and a, okay, there we go. So, if you want to submit a question right now as a paying member, use the question command, okay? Use the question command and submit a question about anything that is currently on the docket for today, okay? So, submit that question and then I'll start cropping the scene. I'll start cropping the scene. Um, uh, Let's see. We'll do a post for all channel members. Uh, Q&A is back for channel members. We will use daily members only posts to announce when Q&A is starting, which is right now. Um, I should be able to post. Upload an image with an aspect ratio of 2.5 to 5.2. Hang on. This might actually work. Reposition. Oh yeah, it works. It's perfect. Um, live. The thumbnail actually repurposes perfectly, creature. Uh, live. Q and A is back for channel members. We will be. We will use uh, a daily members only post uh, to announce when Q&A is starting which is right now alright post bam that's a members only post that just hit okay then the other thing we were thinking about doing and we'll see how this goes uh, how do you share the post And we should be able to go to SNTR General, uninstall, <laughs> and say everyone. And that should show. Is it going to give a preview? Uh, come get in the live stream. No, it didn't. It didn't. Hang on. Um, let me go to general chat. Let's update that hyperlink to be the actual live stream. 
Um, yeah, unfortunately, I can't. I can't change the preview image because the the channel. The, everything should be updated now. Everything should be updated. So if you guys have questions about any of the topics on screen or this morning, or you can treat it as a gaming, uh, you can treat it as a gaming AMA, okay? Treat it as a gaming AMA. Uh, If you're enjoying my takes on things and my thoughts on things, then submit a question about anything that we've recently covered, all right? So let us, let us, let us see how this goes. Let us see how this goes. Um... Is YouTube interface for shorts only available on mobile YouTube? Yeah, you can like, you can like watch the, um, you can like watch the, uh, the, the thing on, you can watch it on the, on like the main browser, but it's not, it's not going to be the same like at all. Um, okay. So what we need to do is. I need to turn this back on and then let's use this cap card. There we go. And what I should be able to do is grab the entire question. We might have to adjust colors, right? Because what we're doing is, is we're wanting to put the question in here. And you actually got the box like exactly right to what it used to be. Uh, Then we take this cap card and we copy and we paste it. And then we snag the username with it and put that down below. So really all I have to do is then scroll through uh, the... um, Hang on. I need to make... Whoop. I need to make sure... That we just go like that. That way anybody's really long username will fit. Uh, Oh, you know what we can do with that lane? Let's go to that lane. And then let's switch the text over to the other side. You guys are getting to see... You guys are getting to see the uh, the live... The live creating of of Q&A again. We're bringing it... We're bringing it back... And you guys are getting to see it live on the air. What's the green dot for? Am I supposed to put it? Did you envision me putting their name like that over top of the green dot? I'm not understanding the green dot. Um. Mm, we got to scroll down to the top there like that. One thing we might want to do too with the text alignment is switch it to be more centered. You do have some long name peeps. We do have some long name peeps. I should be able to go here and do a that and then that. Yeah, that should help. That should help make the alignment look a little bit better. Um... Yeah, we want to go down until we see the blue line and then just raise it back up. 
There you go. Okay, okay. Our question, does a 10-pound bag of flour make a really big biscuit? No, it doesn't. All right, and what we should do... Yeah, we just scroll and we get a new question. Perfect. Uh, oh, 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 oh. So you, you envision their name being like that. Can you give me the color code on that gray creature? And then the the light gray. I need the color code for the light gray and then the dark gray so we can we can get this to look like the text is not in a black box. Um, change the font in the sheet to be all caps bold. Resize. Oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't make it all caps. That's that. I don't think I have that option in in in. What would that be? That format cells or something? I don't want to mess with it because it, it, Demins is in charge of this, and I'll mess something up. For now, let's just get the colors right. We can fiddle with font later. Yeah, there's probably a way to convert anything anybody says to all caps. There's probably a way to do that. But if I start formatting cells, I could jack up everything he's built um, on the spreadsheet. Okay, so we'll go here. Fill color. uh, Alternating colors? No. What did I do? Oh no, I think it's doing that thing. It's doing that it's doing that weird color thing creature. Um It if I go I think it, yeah, I'm going full screen and it's igno- Oh wait, I'm in the wrong column. Ignore me. Ignore me. I'm a freaking bonehead. Um ignore me. Okay. There we go. Now his name is floating. And then the dark is 101317. Okay. Uh There. There. We'll have to figure out if we can tell it to do <clears throat> all caps and then and then pick a different font and all that. Um, we could probably afford to do... Yeah, 
uh, Butter's name bigger, and then we could probably afford like a font size change as well. Um, mm, Battlefield 6 is 2042. Oh, really? Well, I mean, I know that's the rumor. Um, oh, oh, yeah. You got 2142 in the in the image creature. Um, oh, well. I wondered why he was saying that. Question bigger to align name to left of the green dot. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. We're putting it like that. And then I need to come here and I need to say... Uh, yeah, it's not letting me make the font bigger. Oh, there it goes. Okay. All right, we have an updated version of the image. Um, Named Dope. There we go. Okay. Sorry, it's a little rough. Little rough, little rough, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, Reason we wanted to bring Q&A back is we obviously can make it look cool we can do like like fancy you know fancy schmancy stuff uh and and with the capture and the screen and everything and creature and i were talking the other day and we were like that's something that nobody else is doing and people that do it don't necessarily do it the way that we do it there are some people that do it periodically um and It'll be dynamic tomorrow. I had to go static for testing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He'll he'll have it in the background so you can like update it as a, as a web browser. Um, but we wanted to bring the the style and the flair that we have on screen right now. Also, um, what's too long? Didn't read for questions and what we shouldn't couldn't ask. Obviously, try and hover around the topics that are over there. Forbidden West, Battlefield Six, Witcher Four, Ratchet and Clank. Try and hover around there, because ideally what we're going to do um, in the second half of the show is a Q&A that we would hope will at least lightly hover around the topics. I've changed the thumbnail. I've changed the title of the stream. Uh, we have found that that is a possibility. Uh, that's a possible thing that will help. Basically, this is the way that YouTube works, okay? And I'm not giving away the farm here. They did a recent video about this. And they base recommending videos in accordance to how people react to the video. And the concern that I started to have was, we get into the second half of the show, and we're not talking about the thumbnail and the title. We're just kind of coasting, right? So it's like, what's something we can do to liven up the second half of the show, but then make a new person click and stay? And be like, oh, this is actually kind of cool. Well, Q&A is unique, and... If it's centered around the things we're currently talking about, the hope would be somebody clicks because they see Witcher 4, Battlefield 6, or Ratchet and Clank, and we're in here kind of chopping it up about those things, right? So, Q&A is something that we do that 
is central to our identity. I think it's unique. I think it's fun. I think it's a great way for people to say, hey, I'm going to become a member on that channel. That, that was really neat that they did that. It's something to make us stand out uh, on the YouTube platform. Um, and so we're bringing it back. And midstream every day, I will do a members-only post uh, on on the 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 the, um, the community page, hoping that'll ping people to kind of come in. We'll ping people in the Discord as well to be like, "Hey, uh, Q A just started. Come on in and join us." Um, so this is how the day is going to look from now on. Start the day with a poll. Start the day with a lead topic. Switch thumbnail and, and everything. Switch over to the micro topics and do some Q and A. And then when Q and A is over. I can record the micro topics. Maybe, maybe throughout Q&A, I can record the micro topics because they'll be like, hey, you know what? That's a great question. Let's let's chop that up right now. Let me record that. Do that more on the fly. Um, so we had some tips come through Super Chat. Uh, I missed um, a $5 tip from Jason Liu. Long time lurker, but I love the channel more than the purple platform. Random question. Would, if given the opportunity, uh, shoutcast an Apex tournament? Of course I would. Yeah. Oh, if you, if you have an in for me to shoutcast anything, I would do it. Um, I love shoutcasting. So, Jason Liu, I hope you're still here. That was 17 minutes ago. I shoutcasted uh, Apex before. It was really, really fun. I have professionally shoutcasted uh, Fortnite on two different occasions, as well as uh, Destiny back in the day. Yixels with a five spot. Q&A's back. Yep, to the yeah. Also, uh, always thought it was cool and unique thing that you had going, and sad to see it leave. Glad it's back. So, thank you. Yeah, I did. I shoutcasted Sacriel's team during the one tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will not be able to get early access to Q and A. I am going to be a stickler about this. You got to be here. It's something that's going to be a YouTube thing. You do the questions in YouTube chat. I want new users on YouTube to see us doing our thing and be like that's pretty dope and submit questions and be a part of what's going on one of the reasons we cut Q&A is I used to record it and I was like well we didn't get enough questions today I guess we're not recording and it was kind of embarrassing it was like man we're trying to shift things around and we're we're not getting enough questions so okay now if I only get a couple of questions that's not a big deal that's not a big deal it just sits here on the screen if people want to submit and if we only get a couple of questions, that's fine. We don't need a ton of questions. It doesn't need to be this big, long, hour-long thing like it used to be, you know? I think bringing it back was smart. Thank you. So, it's got it. you got to be here in the YouTube chat to submit, and it's a part of the YouTube live environment, and it is a members-only thing. So, let's kick things off with Butter's question. Do you think you'll have time to enjoy Witcher 4? This is always a problem for YouTubers. Always. It's this idea that I want to play a game to its absolute and utter completion, and I can't. Okay? Now, you can earn the right to do that. There are really, really big YouTubers that have earned that right. But I'm going to tell you something right now. A lot of them probably still don't play games to their absolute completion because they don't have time. They have other videos they got to do. They have other things they got to work on. They have other segments they've got to do. And unfortunately, that's the world they have to live in. And that's the world that I have to live in is that, man, I got to move on. I got to do more. I got to, I got to, I got to push things, you know, 
uh, I gotta push things out. I gotta I gotta switch segments. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. I gotta I gotta ride the relevancy waves. And as I said this morning, there is certainly there is certainly some truth to. I am not going. Uh, I am not going to bend to relevancy. Questions limited. I know we had to do that before. If not, as the day progresses, more questions may become relevant. Um, well, Q and A will only. I'm only ever going to open it when we're in the second half of the show. I don't want people showing up first half of the show and stacking up questions. You got to be here for the second half of the show. I'm assuming we can use the Q and A channel for questions as well. I'm telling you, I really want to be a. I feel like I need to be a stickler about you. You got to be here. I don't know if the question command works in Discord, Murph. You can try it. If it works, good. If I have to create a secondary command, then no, I'm not doing that. Um, we had to create a secondary command last time, and I didn't like that because it caused confusion in the live chat. What we are trying to do is create a live chat, live stream benefit and perk, and Q&A became something else. People could submit questions in Discord. They'd submit them overnight. They'd submit them early. No, 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 no. You do it in the second half of the show. You got to be here second half of the show if you want to be a part of Q&A. That's kind of what we're wanting to do. Micros before give people more information to, to make better questions. We thought about that. Do we do micro news before Q&A to prime the pump? Hey, guys, while I'm cracking off these micro news segments, get your questions submitted. That's actually a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, no, the Q command doesn't work anymore. I'm fairly certain I disabled it, and if not, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to disable that one. That We, we can't have that one. Um, or I'm going to set it to members only. Yeah. You need to be a channel member. I think that's the thing that we ran into. We ran into, like, we needed a secondary question command. Um, and because, of we, because we needed a secondary question command... In Discord, it caused confusion, and then people were submitting questions in YouTube chat that weren't members. You got a notification about Q&A on YouTube? That's pretty dope. Yeah, that's a members-only post we can do. No, you're good, Matt. I just updated the command, so the Q command still works, but you have to be a member now. I had to update its permissions. So, back to Butter's original question. Like, do I think I'll have time to enjoy The Witcher 4? I mean... God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, those are going to launch before Witcher 4. Probably not, no. I probably won't be able to play those games to completion. It's probably not going to be possible. Now, if I put in four hours a day for a solid week, that's 20 hours, that might be enough for a game like, like Horizon Forbidden West. You know? Run some questions, get some micros. I already have 10 questions. Um, way out of order here yeah I got nine questions <laughs> already <laughs> so uh, I posted in the Q&A channel and it looks like it worked we'll see alright hang on a second Murph how does this work yeah but what what command did you use try to use the question command Murph instead of Q because I just changed permissions and it probably won't work Now, my my long game answer to you, Butters, is it'd be awesome if by the time Witcher 4 comes out, I've earned the right to play a game like that to completion. You know what I mean? 
I think a good idea for finishing games is playing them off stream for maybe an extra hour or two a night and recording it. Upload to gaming and finish it for people who want to see the end. Yeah, I don't have time for that. (laughs) I don't have time. And you shouldn't need to use the Q&A channel. Is Lono a nerd? Oh, that worked. Oh, do you want to know why we had to create a secondary command? It was for Patreon users. That's what it was for. That's what it was for. As long as you're a YouTube member, it should work just fine in Discord. And you don't have to use the Q&A room. You can submit them right in the live stream chat in Discord. We could probably delete the Q&A room. It's not necessary. Um, Nightbot is in the live stream chat and he'll respond to you there. So. I'm a member? Yeah, yeah, you're a member, Matt. You're a member. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, let's go to the next question. Mac2099 says, Will Siri or Geralt be the lead for Witcher 4? And which do you prefer? I actually don't care. But related to our conversation earlier today, I think they need to just own it and let and let it be. If you're gonna make it Siri, then make it Siri. Like then make it make it her. You know what I'm saying? Like wh- whoever you decide to go with, like do it. Don't don't do this like half half cocked thing where you it's her but it's not her do you know what i'm saying like that's that's one of the things we were debating this morning if you're going to do a female lead you know what i mean if you're going to do female lead do a female lead this is basically free read my question good idea in my opinion q and a removed okay cool 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 yeah just do it and just do it in there I hope maybe even in the slightest way my recent Q&A suggestion helped spur your decision to bring it back. Very awesome and great addition. Hitman, you were one of so many people that were like, bring it back, bring back Q&A, bring back Q&A, bring it back. So, I don't know what you mean by a free read my question, Eugene. Agreed. Plus a Siri only game would be great. Split the difference, Geralt and Drag. No, 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 no. We discussed this this morning. If you're going to do a female lead, then do a female lead. You know? Do it. Don't don't do this thing where you're like, well, it's her, but also if you want to play as Geralt. That doesn't work. Where's the story going? Is it him? Is it her? Like, that's more important, I think, than giving people a choice. Now, I think the problem people would have with that is if the game has centra- been centralized around him for all this time. So I think you'd need a narrative reason to do that. You'd almost need an entire game to send him off into the sunset. Like, here's my prediction about God of War Ragnarok. I think God of War Ragnarok is going to be a handoff to Loki. I don't think Loki gets his own title until after Ragnarok. I think Ragnarok, you might play as both of them interchangeably. Loki might even have his own skill tree. And, and, and maybe Kratos has to sit out missions or something or he gets injured. I don't know. But I think you're going to see the sun set on Kratos and Ragnarok. They won't give the franchise to Loki. And even when they give the franchise to Loki, they'll keep Kratos around as a ghosty, godlike narr- narrator of sorts. You know, he'll still be in the game. He'll still be able to say stuff. So, if, you know, if, if that's what they decide, if that's what they decide to do with Witcher 4, I'm, I'm good with it. I don't really care. 
it just it has to be a strong narrative reason if not if not then you you run you run the risk you run the risk of uh of i think hurting the story so next question with the blood and wine dlc ending being sort of a send-off for Geralt's story do you think witcher 4 will have Geralt be the playable character Obviously, this is very well related to the last question. I have not played the Blood and Wine DLC. If you feel and the audience feels that they've sent Geralt off into the sunset, then I think more more reason than ever to like just have the next game not be centered around him. Uh, again, as we discussed this morning, that can hurt your sales projections. People can get really frustrated. You know... Still salty they got rid of TC Carson as the voice of Kratos. Wait. Are when when did they do that? When was that announced? Oh, it was originally TC Carson. For how many games? Cuz the guy they got is phenomenal. What the guy from Stargate or whatever? I don't know his name. I probably should. Blood and Wine's pretty great. Blood and Wine's best, uh, might be the best DLC ever. I was thinking of doing, like, a series of things where we would, like, replay games like that to be like, hey, let's check out The Witcher 3, hey, let's check out The Last of Us 2, but I just don't think, I just don't think so. Yeah, Christopher Judge. I think that's his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christopher Judge. There you go. So, if you're just tuning in, we're doing a live Q&A session. We got a variety of topics uh, that we're talking about. We should probably, why don't we do, why don't we circle back to Q&A? Q&A is definitely not over. Let's do some of these, let's do some of these news segments here. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'm going to take a brief break. I'm going to come back and read micro news to you. We'll go through the micro news, okay? And that could spur on some questions. We already have a bunch of questions. So, participation with Q&A is uh better than we had hoped all right better than we had hoped so uh if you haven't submitted a question yet you need to be a paying member to do so uh, you can't do it through patreon anymore you have to be a youtube member and if you're a youtube member you can do it either here or in discord and uh we got a lot of things to talk about with battlefield 6 witcher 4 and ratchet and clank all right um it's like in the moment ability to have a comment read. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not free though. It's not free though. You got to be a paying member. Like the three-year-old gamer just tried to do it. It won't work. You got to be a paying member. So we're we're trying to do two things. We're trying to bring back a segment people really liked, but we're also trying to drive the member number. Um, and also we're trying to do something. Um, we're also trying to do something that is unique. A live show about gaming news where you can submit a question. So. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. You might see some ads. As always, smash the like button. We're nearing 400 likes. Hit subscribe if you haven't already. It's a, it's a safe for work broadcast Monday through Friday. Um, it's a safe for work broadcast Monday through Friday. So you can come in here and leave me on like radio in the background. A lot of people do that. So uh, we want to earn your sub. Even more so, we'd love to earn your membership if you want to take part in the daily Q&A that we're bringing back. Uh, and when I return, we'll be breaking down the Battlefield 6 news, Witcher 4, and Ratchet and Clank. All right, I'll be right back.
Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I love watching this channel evolve. Just wish I had the cash to support. Yeah, I mean, we want we want to make that crystal clear. We're 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 trying to figure out um the best path forward for a show that kept hitting like a 2-hour lull. We'd get two hours in, and we were like, "Man, it was like we were cruising. We were, we were, everything was just lovely." And then, wham! All of a sudden, everything comes crashing uh, to a halt. And so, we thought, "Okay, Q and A. Maybe we could reinvent it a little bit, make it a little bit different, make it a way to kind of rejuvenate second half of the show, um, and also give that motivation for membership." Mythrax with a $10 tip. Congrats on bringing back Q&A. Keep moving forward. Thank you so much. Um, the paywalls to protect the integrity of the sheet. Well, I mean, it it is. It is. But at the same time, I mean, I'm not, I'm not being shy about it, man. Like, I, I want to think smartly about monetization. Like, we want to get, me- we want members. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Um live streaming gaming news coverage is is about as is it's been about as consistent as as the weather like it's like as soon as we think we've got it figured out you know um and everyone comes surging back and the support's great and then it goes back down again like you know it's like i uh i i can't i can't be i can't be shy about the fact that like now i i we we have a lot of members, and I want to give them something. I want to have something there for them to feel like they're getting a little something extra. 
but I don't want to take away from the live show, and I don't think Q&A does that. I think Q&A is in a nice nice middle ground where it's a great perk. Um, it's a great perk, but you don't, you should never feel like you, you have to, you have to be, uh, a paying member. So, um, oh, we never did my, my six minute on the, oh yeah, we got soup. We're all over the place today. Um, I got to do my six minute on the horizon forbidden West thing. Uh, we, we skipped right over that. Um, Let's see. So let's yeah, let's go here and then we'll just um we'll just turn off the Q&A uh capture and then what are these these are these are extra captures. Yeah, there we go. Um yeah, we didn't we didn't do this yet. And we need to. You always interact with the chat as well. Yeah, like no one should ever feel like they're not going to get interacted with because like I'm you know I'm, I'm doing a, a segment or something like you, 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 you shouldn't, that, that, that should not be in doubt. That should not be in doubt right now. Um, so I just, I've always been real transparent with you guys and the channel, the channel evolution has been very, very tough and we've had a lot of highs and a lot of lows and we're in a place right now where we think we've kind of got it figured out on how to just like create a steady machine uh, and one of those, one of the aspects of the machine is how can we have a four hour show that feels like it's worth doing? Um, cause the audience, I'm being, I'm just, I'm being brutal here. The audience has made it very clear. I should shut down after two hours. And so, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're, I don't want to do that. I think four hours is a great sweet spot. I think it's a nice morning segment, but I get two, two and a half hours in and the audience has been consistently communicating that I should just shut down after two and a half hours or so. <laughs> and I don't want to do that. I We've already whittled down the live show, that radio show that so many of you guys enjoy so, so much. We've whittled it down to a shorter show more and more. It was eight, then it was six and seven, and now it's a solid four hours every day. And I don't want to whittle it down anymore. But I have always firmly believed that you should reply, you should respond to demand. And when demand starts to evaporate on something, rework it or cut it. Um, and so we're, we're thinking through how do we keep that four hours going and keeping it lively and keeping it hot. And if a midstream title, thumbnail, description change as well as Q&A, uh, if we can do that and we can do that smooth, it might start to make the back half of the stream more worth it. Um, after two hours, you for some reason get knocked off the top of my sub feed. That's the other problem. That's the other problem is I feel like some of it's YouTube related. I think there's a two hour timer where bam, they're like, nope, you've had your two hours of love. Get the frick out of here. It's like we come to a screeching halt and I don't think it's my fault. I don't think it's anybody's fault. I Because the, the, the one day it happened and chat was still just vibing and going and it was good it felt awesome and yet everything came to a screeching halt and i was like i think youtube does it i think they're just like you get your two hour window and then flap they just flap you off there same here you just disappear after a little while yeah 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 i'm not always able to tune it in but i love playing uh your four hour streams when i can oh i know i know i we don't i do not want to chop it down i don't want to chop it down 
YouTube's got to figure out how to how to how to keep us from feeling like that's what we're supposed to do. Because I would I don't want to blow up your noties. I don't want to be doing like three two hour streams a day. That's ridiculous. That I don't want to do that. I don't. I don't. But I don't know. When all signs point to that's what's working, it's kind of like <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, from what I've seen, two hours is the length people tend to go on YouTube. Might be because of the algorithm. Yeah, I don't know. You're gone now. I can't find you in my sub feed. Yep. Yep. There's a two-hour thing. I've heard that with other podcasts on YouTube. Oh, you've heard that from other people? Yeah. Yeah. I, um... Would it be a bad thing to restart your stream after two hours? Well, there's a delicate balance, J-Stock. Because we did a couple of days... We did three streams. We did that a couple of days. And we can navigate it and we can be smart about making sure that you don't get hit with the 30 notification, 30 minute and then the live, 30 minute and then the live. We can navigate it to where that doesn't happen. But there's something to be said for right now. If I got two hours in, hitting live redirect, booting up the second half of the show, and it's the three gaming news segments, it's its own thumbnail and description. And then Q&A could be in that section, so it's more member... It's, 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 it's a reason for members to tune in as well. There's something to be said for that, right? But then people are going to get irritated. A lot of our members enjoy the four-hour streams. A lot of our lurkers enjoy the four-hour streams. They're not going to like getting bounced around like that. And people aren't going to like getting so many notifications either. Remember how I said we don't want to bend to what we know is 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 like seemingly what we're being told by YouTube I don't want to bend to that and break completely from what we're doing you know what I'm saying but at the same time it's like when when the audience is communicating to me that after two hours it's over it's over the chat goes down interaction goes down views go down I can't squeeze likes out of the chat at the end of the stream it's like trying to squeeze blood from a stone what do you want me to do what do you want me to do? I'm not going to beat my head against the wall and be like, yeah, let's just keep going. Let's just sit here and, and awkwardly try and talk and, and get things lively again. So we're going to try this Q&A thing this week. We're going to try the thumbnail title change and Q&A and the little member post. And we're going to see if we can't give the second half of the stream a little bit of a punch. Today, it ain't looking like it's helping, but it helped a little bit in the beginning. I think it's because maybe... Um, I don't know why, but it did seem to help in the beginning, and then I had to take a break. So maybe we need to time it better with my break. I take a break, come back, and then we flip it all over. I don't know. So, yeah, the news is that Q&A is back. Q&A is back, but I got to get through these segments. We we, we, we jumped the gun on Q&A. Uh, we jumped the gun on Q&A. Um, you'll run into people getting annoyed with the notifications and the subfeed overload again if you do three separate streams a day. You gotta wonder, though, there's plenty of channels that do that. (laughs) You know? You gotta wonder. You gotta wonder. There's plenty of channels that do that just fine. I've continued to tell Creature they've earned that right. They're just so big they get away with it. You know what I mean? So, um, so what we're gonna do this week, we wanna at least let let it run its course. We're gonna try about halfway through the stream, we'll shift gears to Q&A and the micro topics. Now, that doesn't mean we have to stop talking about the lead topic, okay? 
but we're going to try and shift the gears to be like, okay, now it's all about you guys. Like, we did a poll, we got to hear from you, you got to vote. Second half of the stream, it's about you. If you're a member, get those questions in. Let's chop up these gaming news topics. That way you're getting like almost like part two to the show, right? It's like it's like when a talk show host, you know, it's like when Jimmy Fallon goes from interviewing the guest to playing a game with the guest. Like we want to shift to having it feel like that. That's what we're trying to do. So today was a little bit awkward because I had to like chop and like get the scene set and everything. And we won't have to do that in the future. So um, that's, that's the goal. That's the goal. And it's a little worrying. It's a little worrying that everybody is saying... <laughs> Everybody is saying, yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. That after two hours, you just you just kind of fall off the face of the earth. And people are like, yeah, you're not on my sub feed after two hours. Those things are a little concerning that there's something intrinsic to how YouTube has things set up that's kind of like, okay, so are we wasting our time? Like, I, I don't think so. I think we can get it working with four. And that's why we're doing what we're doing. They're dropping 10-minute vids instead of two-hour vids. Either way, they're still getting hit with noties. They're still getting hit with noties. Either way, barrier. Whether it's a 10 minute or a 2 hour. Right? One would think, and this is and this is just me spitballing. Maybe you see the opening show and you're like, 2 hours, what's he talking about? Oh, Horizon's nearly done. I don't really care about that. Second note he hits. Thumbnail. Oh, he's talking about Witcher 4, Battlefield 6, and Ratchet and Clank. Okay, okay, I'm actually interested in that. And then you come in. And then there's Q&A. Now, the only dilemma there is then what do we do with gameplay? Because that's no different than what we're doing now. That's two streams, right? That's two streams, two noties, fairly close together. What do we do with gameplay? That'd be a third noty. Now, you can only do three noties a day, which means that the short in the evening would likely just not get any traction, like, at all. Right now, we're dancing on the line. We do two noties and then a short in the evening, and it seems to be working well. So, well, Stubby, people don't like getting a lot of noties. They don't like getting a lot of noties. That's why, that's why YouTube, that's why YouTube only limits it. I can only send you three noties in a 24 hour period because people don't respond very kindly to it. So, Witcher 4 is official. Please tell me it's a meme. It's based on an investor call they had about a game that's going to be landing based off of Witcher 3's development cycle. There was a real I thought it was a well-written article predicting what the release window would be for Witcher 4 if it is the other game that that CD Project Red is working on. And there's good reasons to think that cuz CD Project Red indicated they'd be moving to parallel development with an image that showed Witcher in it and CD Project Red. So all right, let me get through the horizon thing and then and then and then the gaming news. We we forgot to do the horizon thing. We forgot to do the horizon thing. Uh let's start and then Horizon Forbidden West. <coughs> All right, here we go. Uh let's go at 24630. <coughs> Oh man, that was too long. 
Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This one's going to be about Horizon 2 release date update. We actually have some good news from an interview that they did that's really making it look like the holiday 2021 release is way more likely. If you like this video and my other short gaming news topics, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button and the like button. Leave a comment below. We always love that. Or check out the link to my live stream beneath. Now, this was reported by Game Rant, and this has been hotly debated because of the God of War Ragnarok delay. Everyone just started assuming that Horizon Forbidden West was also going to get delayed, which is continuing to say they're setting their sights on holiday 2021, and they're hopeful about that. They're quote-unquote on track at the moment, and this interview sheds some light on what they're currently working on. So, Reported by GameRant, while fans were excited about what they saw from Horizon Forbidden West last week, many were surprised about the lack of a release date. PlayStation Studios head Herman Hulse commented on this in a recent interview, confirming that a holiday release for Horizon Forbidden West is still the plan. Keep in mind, that's PlayStation Studios saying that, not Gorilla. And there's a lot behind that, alright? Sony wants that vacancy in the holiday calendar okay nothing else is really coming out holiday now dying light 2 is supposed to be slated for a late release like december i guarantee you that's getting pushed out of this year i'm i am not confident in dying light 2's launch now horizon forbidden west i feel a little bit differently about and here's why in this interview okay Guerrilla Games, however, did not want to make a release date announcement until they were certain that they would have no delays on the launch. Now, fortunately, fans have a new reason to be confident in the game launching this year. So let's let's go to the interview. The recent interview is what we're basing this good news on. So in an interview with Hardware Zone, Horizon Forbidden West game director Matthias DeJong confirmed that the game is out of beta as it, and is in the final stages of development. So keep in mind, that's six months before you could see like their latest release so we're in june december release could be really really strong people are buying gifts for the holidays everyone's taking breaks from school and work it's a great time to sell video games so they have six months to get through these final stages according to dijon the game is currently being polished with all the gameplay elements and quests designed and fully complete he also adds that some of the machines are behind schedule, confirming that this is one of the areas still being worked on. With many fans requesting flying mounts, in addition to the ground-based ones from Horizon Forbidden West new gameplay, many are likely hoping these are the machines being worked on. Now, I'm not going to get into speculation about flying mounts. I don't even know why they brought that up. I, I, I really don't think that is an issue or anything that even matters right now. But, my two takeaways from this commentary. First, the game is being polished and is largely done. Like that, that's that's what the quotation. However, some of the machines are behind schedule. If you've seen footage of this game, you know that the machines and the dinos are sort of the centerpiece. They're they are the game to an extent. So is Aloy, but the machines, as you watch from the trailer, are very intricate. They're very large. They're very you know they got a lot of attacks and a lot of movement and a lot of layers of combat. So the, some of the machines being behind schedule is a little worrying in the hopes of it landing 2021 holiday, but the fact that they're in the final stages is really, really good. Let's talk about nearing the end. Now, more from the Game Rant article. Alongside the specific issue on the machine still being worked on, Dijon confirms that the story is nearly complete. Specifically, the final cinematic is being worked on right now, confirming that Guerrilla truly is approaching the end of the game's development. So, 
there's a lot of moving parts in a game like Horizon Forbidden West. You've got the machines, you've got the combat. There's all sorts of new things they did with Aloy. She's got combos now, almost like these ultimate moves, a new meter that fills that allows her to do the really powerful moves. You got the biomes, the environments, the new water that was not in the last game, the new heads-up display things, all the cinematics, all the cutscenes, all the voice acting. It's good to have some insight and some info into the fact that the final cinematic is being worked on right now. So they're they're nearing that end of like, this has all been kind of filmed and done and we're polishing it. Even in spite of the criticisms from the public about Aloy's appearance and seemingly different face or skin tone, I found the cinematics to be a nice step up from the first game, especially the upgrade in facial animations. If you ever played the first Horizon game, Horizon Zero Dawn, the NPCs and Aloy all look fantastic if you just take a picture of them, but the minute they start to talk and go to get animated, they almost look animatronic, they look a little bit like a mannequin that's attempting to look like a human, and it was good to see that change in the new game. I think a lot of the criticisms are completely overblown and exaggerated. I think she looks like a real person that's been in the sun and she's a little sunburned she doesn't look like she's ready to walk you know walk down the runway or shoot a makeup commercial i think she looks like aloy and the increase animation is a nice step up for those cutscenes. lastly let's talk about a 2021 release more from game rant with months left to finish this polishing and game and machine creation it certainly seems like the game will launch this year at the same time, DeJong reiterates that the game's launch date isn't quite certain yet. As such, gamers will need to wait a bit longer to know if 2021 is Horizon Forbidden West's year. As for when the launch date could be revealed, Sony's version of an E3 conference will likely hold that answer. While the company will not be at E3 itself, it is rumored to be holding its own showcase sometime in June or July, giving fans another chance to get a release date. Now, I firmly believe that Sony and Guerrilla will do everything they can to snag the very vacant holiday season of 2021, and this recent interview points to just how close they are to making sure that happens. My prediction is this game was slated to being delayed out of 2021, and Sony and Guerrilla put their heads together and said, absolutely not, we need to do whatever we can to ensure this game lands this year year as always if you like these shorter video gaming news videos hit like subscribe the bell button and i will see you in the next video okay all right so this was supposed to be recorded a little bit earlier in the show if you clicked on this video from the thumbnail or the title we're moving on we're moving on to this okay we're moving on to this. We, we want to cover a variety of gaming news topics here. And we got Witcher 4, Battlefield 6, and Ratchet and & Clank Rift Apart as our, you know, our, next, our next topics. Now, we also brought back Q&A. So if you're enjoying the show and you want to take part in Q&A about these topics or even Horizon Forbidden West, you got to be a paying member and you can use the question command in chat. We'll be getting to that shortly. Now, let's break down, you know, why am I talking about Witcher 4? Come on, come on, Lono. They've not even announced Witcher 4. What the frick are you talking about? Well, let's let's read this one. I I think this is a good one. I think this is obviously speculation, but I think it's good speculation. I think there's bad, meaningless, or stretched speculation. This one, in light of the, that tweet they sent about, about parallel development, I actually think this is probably on the mark 
<coughs> Excuse me. All right, let's get into it. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This one's going to be about The Witcher 4 and how we have a release date window based on an investor call. They've not officially said anything, but this is I thought this was good speculation. Sometimes I'll get into speculative stories, and this is one that I felt like I vetted, and it feels like it's pretty rock solid. You might remember CD Projekt Red announced their plans to get into parallel development, and it included an image of both Cyberpunk and Witcher artwork indicating that like that's kind of their goal is to invest in those franchises long term and that could be the next game one of the next games that they're working on so comicbook.com reported this one speaking to investors cd project red confirmed to those giving it money that starting in 2022 it will begin the development of another big budget project naturally it doesn't say any of these games but the witcher 4 is one of the expectations. In the past, CD Projekt Red has confirmed more is coming from the series, and so far it has not said when that's going to be happening, okay? So keep in mind here, if they're working on another big title, and they've recently tweeted about parallel development, and they showed imagery of The Witcher, and then they get on an investor call, and they're like, in 2022, we're going to start development on another big project, everybody's thinking pretty accurately that that's, that's probably... Uh, pointing to The Witcher 4. Now that said, more from comic book, assuming one of these projects is the mainline Witcher game, which is a, it's a safe assumption, I agree, it's a safe assumption, that means Witcher the 4, <coughs> excuse me, or whatever they call it, it starts development in 2022. In other words, we can now predict the release window based on development of Witcher 3. The Witcher 3 was developed in three and a half years on a self-funded budget of $81 million. I personally think that's a pretty small window given the new consoles and the graphics and everything that could potentially be going into The Witcher 4. So I'm actually not going to agree with this prediction wholeheartedly. I think a three and a half year development cycle for Witcher 4 is too short. Okay, but based on that simple math 2022, that means the game could land 2025 or 2026. I would lean more towards 2026 and beyond because I think three and a half years is too short for the next game for a handful of reasons. They may need to update the engine, go to a new engine, completely overhaul how everything displays with respect to hair and movement and the environments. They're going to have to uptick it because by the time this lands in, in, in 2025, 2026, I don't think it would cut, it would not cut the mustard as it were, looking how it looks right now. Witcher 3 is a beautiful game, but you have to consider how much is going to happen between now and 2025 and 2026. You're talking about a significant change in expectations in gamers, with PS5s will be in higher circulation by then, Xbox Series X, same deal. They will really, really need to upgrade the appearance of this game. Now, I am always the one who says, focus on frames per second, don't focus on resolution and all these fancy things. But that is a part of the world we live in. So the article says, using this timetable, it seems safe to assume the game would land somewhere between 2025 and 2026. I, again, am saying beyond 2026 like late 2026 or beyond is would be my prediction that said with the developer seemingly working on one more big game its development could take a bit longer but this should be subsidized by the fact that cd project red has far more money and resources than it did when making the witcher 3 now that is a good point to consider okay but cd project red's not in a great spot right now 
Okay. We just recently covered how they had a similar conversation with Microsoft about their game staying in the Microsoft store. They're still not back in the Sony store. Cyberpunk is still a giant question mark with respect to how damaging will it be to the company long term with respect to its reputation and its funding and its profits. So this seems like a good window prediction based off this investor call. And that means they could start ramping up development as early as 2022 for the next Witcher's title. And we'll cover it here, obviously, when we know more. As always, if you like these shorter gaming news segments, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next video. All of a sudden, dude, I was like, what is going on? All of a sudden, I was like, scratchy. Now, if you guys have questions for me about these topics, get them submitted in chat. Get them submitted in chat, and we'll go to Q&A after we run through these. I think it makes more sense to do that. I don't think we're ever going to be able to do these organically. What's happening? I'm falling apart. <coughs> when did we switch to sub only on YouTube? Uh, last week. Last week. You only have to wait one minute before you talk, but it helps keep out the spam bots and those drive-by people that are like, can you come raid my channel? Like, they're, they're never going to bother pressing sub. So, if you don't like subbing to channels, though, you can uh, become a member, and that gives you the benefit of... Um, that gives you the benefit of uh, the, the perks, but also you don't have to be a sub. Some people don't like to be a sub or whatever. Um, so... <clears throat> Okay, let's do this next one about Battlefield 6. Um, and the leaked, the leaked name. We'll go at 3.30. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This one's going to be about Battlefield 6. The leaks continue, and we have a potential title. I had somebody get up my nose about this and say that they didn't want spoilers or whatever. It's just a leaked potential title, so settle down. If you don't want to hear the title, then don't read the screen and leave, but (laughs) that's what we're going to be covering in this video. If you like these videos that are shorter gaming news segments, hit subscribe, hit the bell button, and be awesome like you are. VGC reported on this Video Game Chronicle, and uh, this is in light of some other ones that we've recently had. Battlefield has continued to have some leaks coming out, and this one now is a little bit more uh, I, some of this feels intentional. If you ask me, I think some of these leaks are intentional. So, the next Battlefield game will reportedly be called Battlefield 2042. Now, that's according to an alleged game detail post on Reddit, which claims that EA is set to confirm plans for an open beta set to take place later this month. Uh, and that's going to be during the Battlefield reveal event on June 9th. We're obviously going to try to cover that as best we can on my live channel. Make sure you're subscribed over there. The 2042 setting would position the new game exactly 100 years after the original Battlefield game, 1942, and 100 years before the 2006 installment, 2142. Social media posts have gone on to share alleged details on the game, apparently including support of 64 versus 64 matches on the biggest maps in Battlefield history, the return of Levolution and Tornado and Twister weather events appearing during matches. So apparently, they're wanting to tap into the 
maybe not the BR market, but the BR, you know, player type. People that are looking for those larger scale battles. Now, that's that's not something that is foreign to Battlefield. I, I remember playing Battlefield 4 with my friends and quickly realizing this is not the Call of Duty that we're used to. This is not the run and gun 6v6. These are large scale battles. These are the, There's vehicles, there's destructible buildings and all sorts of things. So this is not outside of their wheelhouse. This isn't them suddenly stepping into an area that they won't be familiar with or comfortable with. And again, these are just rumors. It's claimed that Battlefield 2042 will feature a new professionals mechanic, which will allow squads of players to have one specialist per class with unique gadgets and abilities, such as medic, uh, and then that person can like fire a healing dart. So it looks like they're trying to get into the classes that have certain abilities. We know that's becoming more popular uh, in shooter games these days, where you become a medic main or you know whatever you would call it so this professionals mechanic would then create more layers to what you do as a player inside the battlefield franchise now squads will also be able to call in vehicles such as atvs uh, and players will be able to hold various attachments at one time and swap them out on demand such as taking a red dot sight off and replacing it with a scope now again these are all rumors but they sound pretty in line with where games are going these days. The professionals, squad-based combat was always a central tenet of the Battlefield franchises. Uh, Same with vehicles. Now, the ability to swap attachments, that could be just somebody throwing out something that's a total guess. I think sometimes that's what these leaks end up being, is somebody who's either close enough to the game to, to make guesses about things that they've heard, or they're just making guesses based off of things that they know are likely to happen in the game, like the professionals mechanic. Maps are said to be significantly increased in size, with teams able to permanently capture sectors, which are themselves said to be the size of an average Battlefield 3 map by capturing points inside of them. One map is said to be called Shelf, and it takes place in Antarctica. So, it sounds as if, again, if these rumors are to be true, they're going larger in scale and scope, but retaining the Battlefield identity by having sections of the maps that you can capture. That is, you know, that is similar to some of the older games where you would kind of push forward conquest. I'm pretty sure even in those game modes, you could get pushed back. Permanently capturing a sector sounds like an interesting idea. Unfortunately, anytime game modes try something like that, it can turn into a bit of a spawn trap. So we will see and continue to cover any news about Battlefield 6, obviously with the reveal this week. We'll see. Is this stuff shaping up to be true or just a lot of smoke? All right. If you like the video, I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for watching. Okay, we got questions to get to, so I want to make sure we have time for that. We're going to the last one. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Day one patch. Okay, we'll go at uh, 3.06. That's in 30 seconds. If you played Battlefield 5, they're expanding the system in there. Okay. We use the comments in the last post for Q&A. You just use exclamation point question to submit your questions. Uh, you might, unless you already have. They're already in there if you've already submitted. Hey, thanks for watching. This video is going to be about Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. There's a day one patch and we have information about the performance mode. Really exciting. Games coming this week. 
one of the first, one of the very few PS5 exclusive titles, and it's shaping up to, sounds like it's going to look really, really good. If you enjoy my shorty, short gaming news you know, coverage videos, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. So, Game Rant reported on this. Players who purchase Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart and download the game's day one patch will gain access to the game's performance and performance RT visual modes. The performance mode for Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is confirmed to prioritize a healthy 60 frames per second. It achieves this by deprioritizing the game's resolution, which will drop below 4K as necessary. The performance uh, RT mode, ray tracing mode, will also prioritize 60 FPS. However, it will also prioritize Ratchet and Clank Rifts Apart ray tracing visual features. This means that the resolution will drop all the more significantly, but that's a trade-off many are willing to make. So for you, you're going to be making a choice between one that prioritizes, you know, frames per second at the cost of some resolution, or do you want it to prioritize frames per second and ray tracing at the cost of resolution? So that's going to be a decision you have to make. I'm sure there's going to be really good videos from uh, what's the company that does them? Digital Foundry. I mean, I'm sure they'll do some breakdowns about what this does to resolution on a dynamic shifting thing that happens kind of on the fly and how extreme is it when you're running the mode that gives you the ray tracing. Because some people are really, really going to want that ray tracing, but they're not going to want to lose the 60 FPS. That's kind of the trade-off you're going to have to make in some games. I think we even already know that about Horizon Forbidden West, that if you run the performance mode, you're trading off some of the fan lighting as well as resolution to further clarify now they, they want to make sure they clarify this because the, the, the beginning of that statement read very funny the performance mode will not require you to download the game on launch date that just the patch the first patch they're pushing pushing out is where it's located the patch will be available from launch forward the language in insomniac's insomniac's message makes it sound like an exclusive feature for early adopters and that's not true it did i remember when i first read this announcement it was like wait i have to literally download the game launch day and week that is not the case Everyone will get access to this patch so long as you connect to the internet and you receive the patch. So if like if you download the game and then you never download any updates, you're not going to get the day one patch. Uh, it's launching on June 11th. So I'm recording this on June the 7th. June 11th is this Friday. We will be playing it on my main channel. So if you're interested in my playthrough feedback review, I'll be doing it on my main channel. You can use the link below in the description. The reason I really wanted to cover this is for a, a few reasons. Number one, the continued debate and dilemma with respect to We Believe in Generations, both Returnal and even more so Ratchet and Clank being a PS5 exclusive, is proof that Sony is approaching the cross-generational support in a more nuanced way than Microsoft, which is what they had originally stated. They are not making everything cross-generational, and to have a long-standing, very successful franchise like Ratchet & Clank be PS5 only and really harness the power of both the SSD as well as the graphics processing, I think is a pretty big deal. This is going to make a lot of PlayStation owners jealous who have not managed to get their hands on a PS5. This is the beginning of that transitional period that they talked about in some of the interviews, really trying to motivate people to get a PS5 if they weren't previously motivated. The biggest problem is getting your hands on a PS5 restock. So, as always, if you like these shorter gaming news topics, be sure to check out my live channel, hit subscribe and the bell button here as well, and I will see you in the next video.
The Division Battle Cat is a Splinter Cell Breakpoint Division mashup PvP game. It's being tested in January. Huh. Yeah, Sorcerer, if I've ever answered a person's question, yeah, I'll just, um, I will, uh, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just scroll right past it. Um, oops, hang on a minute. There we go. I was like, I disappeared. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. And then the browser needs to be up there as well. Oh, and then the media source needs to be other as well. There we go. There we go. Sorry about that. Scene switches will be a little smoother from here on out. <laughs> we're uh, we're bringing back Q and A. Uh, we're bringing back Q and A, and uh, one of the ways we brought it back um, was by building this scene on the fly today. So you got to kind of see that. <laughs> So what we're going to want to do here is go to the uh, the next question. Now, some of these questions were submitted before I recorded the micro news segments. We are going to try to have a clear divide in the show. Uh, we're not going to force it and make it awkward, but we think the first two hours can be the lead topic, the lead topic in debate, whether it's, you know, did Sony lie or in this case, Horizon Forbidden West being nearly done. Second half of the show can be micro gaming news and your questions. Um... Hang on a second. We got to make sure our crop is a little bit better. There we go. Oop, oop, oop. It's so hard because I don't have any padding in the cells on the spreadsheet. There we go. We're not recording these these anymore either. These are just kind of on the fly members only perk and the instructions on how to use the question command is right there on the screen. Uh, Angry Reaper says, do you think the first Horizon would be a game you could play on the channel as we wait for the second one to drop? The handful of times I played that game on PC, um, it went well. I don't know if that was mainly because we were doing it in the wake of the announcements. The last time we played it on PC, its viewership was better than most of the streams that week. It it it, it did it did very very well. Um, the PS5 gameplay stream did exceptionally well, but that was literally the same day that the announcement and the walkthrough. It was the day after the walkthrough, so there was a lot of people interested in that gameplay. I'm assuming that that interest has died down. Now, in the weeks leading up to, if we get an official release date, we can go back. Another thing we can do is, if they if they if they do an official release date announcement and they do their own little you know conference thing in June or July, we'll cover it. It'll be a lead topic. It'll be a lead. It'll be a lead gaming news topic, and then and then we uh, we could play it that afternoon and just continue to slowly work our way through the story. The, the biggest dilemma is not you guys. You guys are faithful and awesome. You'll be here every day I'm playing new games and supporting me, right? You guys would watch me play every square inch of Ghost of Tsushima. You would. I know you would. The problem becomes YouTube 
is a giant audience and a giant funnel and if i'm not leaning into what's what what the what what's coming from the funnel which is relevancy and interest i'm spinning my wheels does that make sense like right now if i just was like no guys i want to finish ghost of tsushima with you we could make it awesome interesting very very story driven it's rich we it could be really respectful and classy you know reading through all the rich lore letting all the dialogue take place but it would be terrible for the channel it would be the the the, the, the each day we did it the viewership would go down that's just the nature of the business right it's not any different when we were on the other platform the beauty of what we can do now is I can play brand new games, get codes for brand new games. I got a code for the game we're going to be playing this afternoon, Mighty Goose. I got a code just uh, this morning for a game called Blade Assault. And if we start covering those games on this channel and getting and getting good viewership, which we should because they're brand new, then those code sites and companies will really start wanting to work with me, right? But I just I, 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 I can't conceivably be like, oh yeah, let's 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 do the long burn on Horizon Zero Dawn. We could boot it up once this week and just see. I just think what ends up happening is interest hits a peak and everyone's searching. And that's when you meet a lot of dope folks. And then interest goes down and so do searches. And so you're playing something and you're doing something that no one's looking for. It's it would be like suddenly me being like right now. Oh guys, let's just really let's just really slam out a great Diablo 3 playthrough. No one would watch. They'd be like, what the frick? Why are you doing that? You know? So. Uh, the next question comes from Sorcerer of Havoc, and he said I answered the question. With E3 around the corner, will you be able to cover Ratchet and Clank when it launches to give the game a good review? I'm gonna do my best to do both. So if you're new to the channel, we do a talk show in the morning like this. We do a talk show in the morning, and then we do gameplay in the afternoon. I don't see a reason to break from that format. I really don't. I don't see a reason to break from that format because there's so much gaming news coming out, but there's also games coming out, and we 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 got to play them, man. We got to put them on. Uh, we got to put them on display. We got to put them on display and, and and let folks see them. I I think that that is a that's a good decision to make. I think that's something that you guys enjoy, and I mean, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it myself. Uh, I enjoy putting games on display and 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 walking through them with you, laughing a little bit. You know, the Sniper Ghost Warrior contract stream the other day was really enjoyable. We played the second one. Uh, it launched on Friday. And, uh, you know, Friday was a great day. Friday was a great day for the channel. We gained 67 new people. We lost 41. <laughs> so sometimes it's hard to know. It's like, oh man, should I keep doing gameplay in the afternoons? I would say yes. I, I would say we're meeting lots of dope folks and, uh, you know, we're we're showcasing stuff so you can make a decision. You can make those decisions about whether or not you want to buy a game, play a game, you know, or purchase it or whatever. Like, these are uh, these are these are value points of what I'm trying to deliver. I want people to know, you know, how does how does Ratchet and Clank, you know, how is it? And hey, listen, if we have time, that could be one of the first games we play on this channel and just absolutely beat it. You know, we'll see, we'll see. D Tom with the next question. Remember, if you're a member, you can submit a question. So hit subscribe if you want to come back. 
and be a part of these live discussions. Uh, in the second half of the morning show, we're going to try and start doing some Q&A with you guys, okay? All the topics are over there on the far side of the screen that we've covered today. Uh, so feel free to chime in and be like, oh, I missed this. What Lono think about this? You know, treat it like a, a daily AMA, asking anything within reason around, trying to try and hover around the topics. Uh, is it weird that Ratchet has a day one patch for 60 FPS when it was made for PS5 only? Okay, the way you're reading this is not the way that I'm reading it. They're doing a day one patch to ensure that you can turn on performance mode to get 60 at the cost of resolution. 4K 30 is going to be a standard for a lot of games. You write that down. You put that on your refrigerator, okay? You put that on your refrigerator. So, they wanted to make sure there was a performance version that allowed you to get 60 FPS. Not just 60 FPS, but also there's the second mode. Performance ray tracing mode. So you can get 60 FPS and ray tracing. So I'm telling you right now, you're going to see this. Most games are going to launch and be 4K 30 or 60 performance and they'll chop what they can to give you the 60. Now, Eugene is saying it's not 60 FPS. It didn't have ray tracing. Yeah, the 60 FPS isn't the news. It's the fact that it's 60 FPS with ray tracing. Now, DTOM submitted this question before I read the news. This is a reason that we're going to start running the news before Q&A. Then these questions will get answered during the news segment. So, in, in any case, in any case, let's take the question as is. It wouldn't surprise me if there are some games that day one have a day one patch pushed out to make sure performance mode runs smoothly. As I'm telling you right now, a lot of these companies are going to be pushing that 4K 30 performance because I think they're banking on people being like 4K, 4K, oh my gosh, 4K and ignoring the fact that it's going to look like a dadgum slideshow. 4K 30 is, is, I don't know. To me, that is, it's just not worth it. It is not worth it. 4K 30, no thank you. Anytime you drop things down to 30, I just, I think it looks freaking terrible. So, but that's me. That's me. Yeah, Miles Morales didn't even come out with a 60 FPS RT mode. It came weeks later. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Murph Dog says, how does this work? <laughs> As he submits a question. Matt says, do you think Witcher 4 will have Bible experience or character boost packs? I don't have a way to predict this as, as the game won't be out for probably four or five years. Um, I'm going to say no. I mean, I, I, don't, that wouldn't, I don't think that they would do that in that game. Uh, Arch Enigma. Do you think based on the reveals we have seen so far that we are shifting back into gameplay reveals focusing on pure gameplay and minimal cinematics? I, for one, would welcome this. Big time. I thought the Horizon Forbidden West I thought the Horizon Forbidden West showing was fantastic for that reason. I, I do. I thought it was fantastic for that reason. Because it was like, I could see the HUD, I could see the movement, I could see the climbing. Yeah, exclamation point Q works, Murph Dog. It just won't work for people that are Patreon. It'll work for all YouTube uh, members as long as you're in Discord or YouTube chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <clears throat> 
Eugene says the exciting thing isn't the SSD it's the gra- or the graphics of the processing it's the data controller I'm assuming is that how they do the instantaneous load for like going from one rift to another like the dimensional shift in in ratchet and clank is that where they're getting that power from from the data controller because that that does kind of seem like a uh, like a like a possible explanation for how they're pulling that off games that look good now who need cinematics uh, right right like the the uh, the cool thing I mean, th- this is something about Horizon Forbidden West that a lot of people kind of glided over there's cinematic lighting that they use in the cutscenes on PlayStation 4 you will have that cinematic lighting all of the time on PS5 just all the time that's pretty friggin awesome the fact that something previously reserved only for cinematics can now be happening all the time that's that's a step up i think people really underestimate how significant of a step up that is that 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 is that's no small feat you know that's no small feat yo what's good jeratol creature says is lono a nerd i am uh dracus pander says Regarding the Witcher franchise and any game that has adult content or cutscenes, how feasible would it be for devs to include levels of explicit content so I can play with my kids? Well, with respect, okay, and this is somebody who runs a safe-for-work channel where when I play a game like that, I'm going to have to like let folks know way ahead of time, hey, this game, you know, when I play Days Gone, right, the guy's swearing, he's cursing and swearing and dropping F-bombs. I'm not going to skip out on a game like that. You're just going to have to either not tune in or, you know, I can keep the gameplay volume down a little bit. However, as far as art direction and art style, you know, goes in video games, you know, that would be like saying, I really want to play Mortal Kombat with my nine-year, with my, with my five-year-old next to me or my four-year-old or, or whatever. And they're ripping dudes' spines out and chopping dudes' heads off and, you know, it's freaking gruesome. It's like watching a, a super violent rated R movie. Well, you're asking, you're asking a Saw movie to give you a a a, a Disney Channel version. I really want to watch the Saw movies with my kids. I I know that's not what you're saying, but it is what you're saying. Like asking a game like Witcher or some of these franchises to give you that version I just don't think that's possible number one they'd have to completely refilm scenes or cut scenes now you can skip over you know the biddies and the booties you know if you don't want to see you know a bare rear end here and there you don't want to see some girl taking her top off in Witcher you can skip through those scenes I did that when I streamed on purple you don't have to even romance you can you can cold shoulder people you can be like no I don't like you don't even have to now sometimes they're gonna do it anyway they're gonna try and you know they're gonna have those scenes and you can usually skip through the scenes they're not having like super meaningful dialogue while they're you know gyrating on the screen it's it's you know it's part of the story but it's not a hundred percent necessary so if you're comfortable trusting yourself to skip through the scenes I guess my point is, Witcher as a franchise, you're ha- you're gonna have a really hard time getting that square peg to fit into the into the round hole of oh I'd like this to be something I can I can play with my kids. I think I think you're really really gonna struggle with a game like Witcher. Um, 
you know, if 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 you're gonna play a game like that, you just kind of have to accept what's in it, you know. And even if you skip the scenes, you know, I, it's still gonna be there. It, it it's still gonna have, you know, there's still gonna be swearing. There's still gonna be stuff like that, you know. <clears throat> Thanks, Mama. You look like a superhero. What? <laughs> Uh, I see people sit there on their mortal high ho- mortal horse and say devs should put that in their games. I, I don't think you, I think you, see, you mean moral high horse, mortal horse. Um, I know, I know, I'm picking at him. I don't think that's what he was doing though. He's not saying, well, how dare they put that in the video game? He's saying, you know, can you give me an option to turn all that stuff off? I've played games before and thought, you know what would be great? If I could just turn all the violence and gore off, you know? I've thought that. I, I, you know, it would be nice to be like, yeah, you know, my kids read books where people die. They they read and listen to the Redwall books, and in the Redwall series, there's death and there's sword fights. So them playing a video game where there's death and sword fights isn't a big deal, but when dudes are getting their heads chopped off and blood splattering everywhere and their spines coming out, it's like, okay, this is a little bit over the line. You know? Mortal Horse would be a great band name. It would be. We are Mortal Horse. Thanks for being here. <laughs> um, you know, it, 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 I, I do. I get where people are coming from on it. I do. I understand why some folks are like, man, I wish that that kind of stuff wasn't in there. You know. And there, there's only, there's, there's, to me, there's only so much you can do. There's only so much you can do to like trim a game down from where it would like to be. So we got, uh, for now, we have one last question from Misery. I'm not one to suffer from this issue, but how much do you think the announcement of Witcher 4 is soured by the still stinging cyberpunk debacle? Well, they're going to be really, really hesitant to put this out in the forefront. I mean, we got to consider that this announcement was largely a, hey, we're going to start development on another big title uh, beginning of 2022, right? And, you know... given given that reality i don't necessarily think that they're you know they're driving they're driving this idea forward that like oh yeah we're building a new game building a new game because what you're saying is a part of that equation they do not want to do that everybody's still pretty ticked about cyberpunk you know No, Geritol, Cyberpunk has not recovered like No Man's Sky. Not even close. Cinematic lighting is referring to ray tracing. Movies have been rendered ray trace scenes for years. It used to take weeks, though. Yeah, but why wouldn't they just say that, though, in the interviews about Horizon Forbidden West? 
Yeah, I'll be playing Ratchet and Clank on Friday, yes. Weird, your channel's not at the top of my list is live. Yeah, we're not quite sure why that's happening. Um, we're not really sure why that's happening. Um, I, 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 do, I do not know why. So we were talking about this earlier. It seems after like two hours, I just drop off there. I don't know why. just a beautiful scene. Yeah, the Q&A scene turned out really, really nice. I like it. I mean, Creature made it. I didn't do it. Oh, yeah. Oh. We gotta get these, uh... We gotta get these vids uploaded. My guess is it's because ray tracing is hated in the industry now. I mean, that would make sense. They're avoiding saying ray tracing because it has become a bit of a meme.
Alright, let me switch accounts here. Your channel. One, two, three, four. Four uploads. And then we go. Should I get Biomutant? I would strongly suggest watching some of the reviews or maybe even some of the recent coverage of the patch that went out. Um, I just, I I don't know if it's worth circling back and covering again. I, we, we, I think we kind of missed the the window on that one. A lot of the, a lot of the audience, I think, just moved on. They were kind of like, well, you know, we've seen and heard enough. People don't like ray tracing. Well, ray tracing was shoved into a lot of games and caused performance issues. So, like, it becomes disliked for that reason. So apparently Dying Light added a story recently to a DLC. Like, WTF are you doing? Develop the sequel, not this five-year-old DLC. I mean, you and I both know, though, with, with parallel development and everything, it's, it's hard to even know who was working on that. <laughs> you know? It does seem strange. Admittedly, admittedly, it seems strange. I've been vibing to the playlist today. Your voice is nice too. I have the music a little louder than normal just so you guys can actually hear it. I noticed on some of the past broadcasts, you could like barely hear the music.
So my wife got these red and white, like, patriotic um, Swedish fish. I am not a candy guy. I don't eat candy. I really don't. Um, <clears throat> and man, <laughs> they are surprisingly very, very good. I was like poo-pooing. There was like a lemon-lime one. I was like, why do they always make a lemon-lime? It ended up being really, really good. It has almost like a 7-Up flavor. It's like, and it, it reminds me of like cookouts in summertime, you know? Midnight just made all their music safe for stream. Are you serious? Where did they announce that? I'm not seeing any official announcements on their Twitter. Yeah, I'd want to see an official announcement there because I, I think there's a lot of music that you could use there. Twitter last night? No. Hang on. What's his official Twitter? What's their official Twitter? Oh yeah, he's addressing the they're they're addressing the purple platform. Our entire uh, is use is as uh, is safe for use in your streams. We love seeing your creativity. Encourage you to keep creating with our songs. Please understand the purple platform's policy towards music is continuously evolving. We cannot control the decisions they make or what will happen on their end in the future. However, you will not be issued any strikes, takedowns, etc. by the company associated with our music. Yeah, what does that mean for YouTube? Because because Magic Sword whitelisted all their music for purple and then I couldn't use it over here. I would get I would get hit every time. Oh, that was July of last year. Yeah, I don't mess with anybody. I don't mess with anybody unless they specifically say that you're clear and you're free and clear on YouTube. 
Because everything's automated on YouTube. Everything. I was given assurances use a burner channel to test the music well I could record a video and have it running in the background and just upload it and never push it public and it would run checks on it beforehand and it would tell me they have that that's actually a cool feature that YouTube has now you can upload a video and they check it beforehand so that you know before you hit public do you need to re-upload a different version or not? It's really helpful to people like, you know, these guys that put together like a really long video and then some company wants to claim like 10 seconds of trailer footage or something. That can still happen, by the way, but the automatic thing that happens, they now check it before the video goes live. Now, when I'm streaming, they can't, I, they can't do that. I usually shut down when we played when we played Watch Dogs Legion there was a song that played that we got hit by well it was hours after I had been finished streaming I just go back and mute it I'm like frick you and frick your song you're not getting a dime from me I just go mute it like I don't care frick you frick your label and frick your song it's that simple like get out of here you you deserve nothing in this exchange so mute and then I'll never allow a game like that to play music again I'll just play copyright free music wasn't you supposed to do a lot of improvements for streaming they were They've done some minor improvements. Apparently, gifted memberships is on the way. Apparently, like, rating and hosting will soon become, like, a thing. We're hoping. That would really help us when we go over to the gaming channel. Um, uh, and the clipping... I don't know when they're going to roll that out to everybody. I don't know how my channel... I think if, I think if we were at 50,000 subscribers we'd be getting a lot of these features. I think we're just, we're right under that cutoff of we stream all the time, active audience, active membership base, but we're under 50,000 subs. So we just, we don't get any love. If we could just push this freaking snowball over the cliff and hit 50,000 subs and stay there and above, we'd probably start to get a lot better treatment on this stuff. Because there are so many, if you go under 50K subscribers, I'm in an ocean of channels. When you go 50k to probably 100k, that's still a giant amount of channels, but it's not it's not the Atlantic Ocean, right? <laughs> it's like one of the, it's like a gulf, all right? It's the gulf instead of the entire ocean. Um obviously if you get beyond 100k subscribers, you're in an even better position, right? Um so we just we've we're we were on our way, we were on our way, we stalled out with Destiny, we weren't really growing with Destiny, so getting banned from Destiny put us on a path of actually hitting 50k subscribers, but the problem is, I'll have a huge day like Friday, 67 new subs, and we lose 44, because people come in, 
slowly but surely they realize this guy's not going back and covering Destiny. I mean, I don't know why anybody would expect me to. They abuse their power to ban me. Like I, it's still surreal. It's like a freaking so. It's like a video game soap opera. Like how could you? How could you possibly cover a game that did that to you? So. We just need the dust to settle on the Destiny Exodus. You know, Creature said it the other day. He's like, if people are going to unsub because we're not covering Destiny, he's like, it'd be actually more helpful to have it happen all at once. Because then we'd have a more accurate picture of where we are. You know what I mean? Instead of just like sitting here and what it, it, it just, just, this is our sub level. We just sit there. Because it's like up, back down, up, back down, up, back down. It's, it's, you don't, you don't know where you stand because you're like every day. You know what I mean? It's like the memes, you hit a million subs and one person unsubscribes. Yeah, 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 yeah. E3 and game and more gameplay of newer games like Ratchet and Clank, that should hopefully maybe push us over the edge. Because we need it. We really do. We really need it. Anytime you reach out to uh, prospective sponsors and stuff, having a 50k channel is just, it just, it's an, you're in another category. You know what I mean? Um, so... We're we're gonna keep doing what we're doing. Uh, I think that I think that when we get into July, we will be in a much better position of having genuine growth from both E3 and new games, and we'll be set up for. I really want to be set up strong for fourth quarter. I want to be able to go into fourth quarter of this year with a 50k channel because there's a lot of other games and things happening fourth quarter. And then we can go into 2022 really strong because next year is going to be the year of the deluge. All these games that have been waiting, 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 waiting. We're, we're, all of a sudden, they're all going to start launching. So we're gear. We're basically spending the remainder of this year gearing up for 2022. And this is why it's so important that we do gameplay on this channel now because there's tons of people looking for gameplay of new games. Um, and we're going to continue to use SNTR Gaming for indies indie titles and viewer requests but over here we want to we want to hit those big titles when they land um so i am encouraged by what i see on the back end but unfortunately you guys can't see that everybody just sees the sub count sitting stationary for weeks at a time on the back end i'm like we're having bigger gains than we ever had playing destiny i went back and looked at a lot of our destiny days We'd have an 8, 8 to 10k viewed stream, and those were 7 and 8 hour days, 6 to 8 hour days, you know, 8 to 10k views, which we can get now pretty easily on the channel, 8 to 10k views a day from two different live streams, and then we'd gain 30 or 40 subs and we'd lose, you know, 10 or 20. We had a lot of people unsubbing back then that were like, more than likely members of the Destiny community who had been turned against me, and had just suddenly realized, oh, I'm still subbed to this guy, So it was like, we were stalled out back then too. The difference is now, eventually we'll hit the floor where the losses are not as felt and the gains are more significant. It's just going to take time, you know? It's going to take time. You think it could have also been people being a bit overly sensitive being told learn to read on Friday? I'll take 67 adults if 39 children are going to (laughs) leave. If that thumbnail made people unsub... And it made 67 people sub brand new. I'll take the 67 adults and let the and let the 39 children leave. I I don't give a frick. I don't have time. I I cannot suffer fools. I can't. I can't do it anymore. I can't be this genteel preschool teacher. It's like it's okay. 
<laughs> completely misrepresent what people say and perpetuate a false sense of controversy in the gaming community. It's okay. No, shut the frick up and learn to read. It, like, seriously. Shut the frick up and learn to read. So, alright, here's what we gotta do. Here's what we gotta do. We're gonna check out this Mighty Goose game. We got a code. Do me a favor and stick around for that. We'll do live redirect. It'll automatically take you there. It's, it's really, really cool. It's kind of like a Metal Slug game. The graphics are dope. The gameplay looked really cool. My daughter was playing it over the weekend. So don't go anywhere, okay? Uh, when we get codes like this from these websites and we do them on this channel now, it'll actually give me, like, creator points on their website. They'll be like, oh, this guy actually gets codes and covers the games because a lot of people get codes and don't cover the game. Uh, and before, when I was getting codes and throwing them over onto SNTR Gaming, they had no way of tracking that. So we need to cover them here on the main channel, okay? So make sure, right? Make sure and uh, and stick around for that. We're going to be switching over that in just a moment. I just I have to go use the restroom, so I'll be right back. You might see some ads, and then we'll be back, and we'll make the switch. Okay, let me get uh, you guys a link to where we're going. In case live redirect doesn't work. In case live redirect doesn't work. 
if you're watching on the TV or whatever, you should just be able to go back and refresh the channel, and it will be, um, it'll be the the published, like featured video. Okay. Uh, let me get you a hyperlink. Because this live redirect, I'm still trying to figure out if there's something on my end I can do to make it happen smoother. Like, stop sending on OBS and then stop sending in in YouTube at the same time or something. I don't know. I, I can't figure out how to do it smoothly. Um, so, all right. I will see you guys over there, okay? Click the link in chat or wait for the live redirect and we're going to go check out this new uh, this new game called Mighty Goose. It actually looks pretty dope. It's pretty dope for Metal Slug platformer like more retro style gaming uh, fans.